0: I'm sitting shiva and standing tall.
1: I'm as serious as a letter from Mary liver. <laughs> that's one of those ones that it really it really made so much sense in my head, but it <gasps> no, doesn't. Re- it
0: worked. It worked. Kind of. It, it almost
1: works, and that's what matters.
0: It almost works. It came and so
1: close to working.
0: If, if that's not the mission statement for Andy's <laughs> girls, and I don't know what is. You guys, it's AG. It's episode three ninety nine. 399 one episode away from ag 400 and i just confirmed today what that episode (laughs) (laughs) i hope it's
1: four hours of Leah black
0: oh god do you know she's been on the pod several times i I know that's
1: why i like think she should do a like a, a four hour
0: i would love that episode
1: 400 deep dive
0: but the thing is i've recorded with her in me Miam in Miami I wouldn't want to do a zoom with Leah I would want to be back in her studio with her various accoutrements
1: uh-huh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would want
0: to be in the place where it happens
1: sure yeah yeah you have to be in the Miami vibe
0: she's a delightful interview and I have to say as someone who's like literally obsessed with Jeff Lewis live she's a frequent guest and is very funny on the show they should do a show together
1: yeah I mean unless she gets back on Miami
0: which I feel like that's not going to happen.
1: I don't think the other women will let her go back to Miami.
0: Well, you know what I need to let myself do? Introduce <laughs> sure, today's guest. Sure, yeah, go ahead.
1: Guest.
0: You know him as acclaimed housewives writer and culture commentator. Someone who has a few things to say because he did tell me in advance of this episode he was prepared to mention all. Welcome back to Andy's Girls, Louis Pitesman. Louis, how are we?
1: I'm good. I'm all, you know I'm always overheated and out of breath from walking mm. up your steps. Now that's a tagline. Which I, I should have. Can we go back? <laughs> no, it's fine. I've been I just been thinking a lot about Maryselle's liver and mm. her ulcer and like her various ailments, mm-hmm. and I. I do relate to having like constant weird health problems mm-hmm. like the ulcer. Um, I don't relate to the drinking, but mm. I, you know, I wish her all the best.
0: I mean, there are certain ways that people try to like toughen up through illness and just kind of like get through it. I don't know that drinking, though, is something one should do if they're dealing with any kind of Tummy situation. Yeah, I mean, it if feels you're like, like a bad, basically bad idea.
1: I don't really drink, but you know, I have in the past mm. consumed alcohol, and I I think like if you're hungover, you might drink the next, you know, hair of the dog, just kind of like to get it going again. Mm. I've never, I can't relate. I, if I'm hungover, I just spend the day whining about it. Um, but I I I don't. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I don't want to get dark so quickly.
0: Oh my god, are we getting dark?
1: <laughs> well, I just like I think that like Mary Salt probably like kind of has to keep drinking. I don't I don't know that she can like just stop drinking when she doesn't feel well.
0: Well, I do think this whole like cuz I'm working on a business or something is the strategy that she's going to uh continue to have in order to say that she should be drinking 24/7 she is they have all commented on the fact that she has never seemingly been drunk in front uh, of anyone which is something i, I don't just, know what that I is don't but know, it is though. literally something
1: i just think it's how she appears when she's drunk i think she's just mm. like someone who doesn't seem very stasis, drunk right. and she said she was a happy drunk She's never, like, the the, the problem you have on these shows is, like, a lot of them drink a lot. Mm. But the ones that we kind of flag as problem drinkers are angry drunks like Dorinda Mm -hmm. or kind of sloppy like Sonia. Mm. It's only when you're, like, slurring or yelling at people a lot that you kind of get pulled aside saying you have a drinking problem. Mm. And I just feel like Marisol does drink a lot. And I think we haven't really been able to see her... Because we, we haven't seen her as a full-time housewife in a very long time. so and I and I would get, I mean, it seems like she drinks more now than she did before. I mean, we know she had, you know, some really hard years, and now she's a friend of, you know, in title only, but we don't see her like home life or her in the morning. So it's hard to say, but on girls' trip, I mean, it's pretty much around the clock.
0: Well, I also think that on the vacations, that is typically around the clock for. All of them, sure. For yeah. most of them, for anyone who is currently drinking, that that you know, like a Heather, a Whitney. Um, I don't know that we've ever seen Giselle or Candace drunk before. Not Housewives drunk.
1: Giselle's been drunk. Like, I feel like it was it was like noted when she was like, was it last season? She. It's like a very rare thing, but we have seen her drunk.
0: Oh, I would love to see that again.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think it was messy. I think it was funny.
0: Yeah, I think the thing with Marisol that's kind of, it is what it is, is when she came back when the show um, was rebooted, she had that cup in her confessionals and it became a shtick. It became a thing. So I think this season she's kind of doubling down on that with using the phrase cocky and whatever
1: Yeah, yeah. I do think it's certainly partly branding. But when someone feels like they're in that level of pain and they're drinking as much as she's drinking of like hard alcohol physical pain. physical pain i that doesn't seem like a healthy habit
0: well yeah i mean like ideally if you are maybe if you maybe have an ulcer ideally you're not drinking alcohol right. during that time but like i don't know she's going to be seen by somebody and somebody's going to probably explain what's going on and hopefully everything's okay It is also difficult, I would say, putting aside drinking for any of these women to go on this trip where there is an expectation you're going to have, quote unquote, fun, which is different in the Housewives universe than like anybody else in the world going on any kind of trip with like friends or whatever, uh, any kind of business trip potentially. Um, But. If you're not feeling well during that, and there are so many different ways of not feeling well, it can be um, anxiety, it can be stuff going on at home, it can just be not having a good time. There's so much pressure to seemingly look like you're having fun that I don't know how I would do if I was in some kind of like physical discomfort, that is yeah. very difficult. Well, you know, the trips, like how many days, eight, 10, whatever it's it is. It's so
1: crammed in there. I think it's like eight. Yeah. If and then that. your
0: storyline is essentially going to be, I'm not feeling well. Right. I mean, I think Vicky, that's difficult. Right.
1: Ugh, I, feel like they, I feel like they brought Vicky back mm. in part because she was, she was such a, a, a rough spot. start, you know, and it was like, it did kind of feel... I mean, she then went on like her anti-vax rant, but like before that, I did feel a little bad for her because as someone who frequently feels sick when traveling, Mm. I would not do well in this context. I went to London last summer and I felt like sick sick to my stomach like almost every day. Oh no. And I was just like, this is so unpleasant. And I think if I'd like been there longer... And my nerves had calmed down. I would have been okay, but I was like so out of sorts.
0: Was it from the time difference? Do you think?
1: I'm or sure just, it was like, a combination some sort of, of factors. Like your
0: body was like in a different spot, and it was kind yeah. Of I mean,
1: I'm just like a sensitive. I have a sensitive I Jewish tummy, I love so it. that's um, part of it. I don't know. I just like I can't imagine flying that far. And I know that these women obviously travel more than I do in general, but. To immediately get there and be on camera and then be filmed like that. And even though they're all, none of them are used to that situation where they're being filmed constantly for that many days in a row. I mean, they have cast trips, but they're generally not as long as these, I don't think.
0: Yeah, and a cast trip is a part of the season. This, you're just being thrust into it and then it's done. Right,
1: and it it crams so much in because you have to like, either meet the other women or kind of re-meet them in this context. Most of them Mm -hmm. have like met in some capacity or or Mm -hmm. talked, but it's a lot. I mean, I don't know. I I really, I really love that Girls Trip exists. I get so happy when a new season premieres because Mm -hmm. I think my biggest fear was sort of what Andy had said, which is like, once we start doing Housewives All-Stars, the shark has been jumped. And I feel like, you know, for someone who, as you probably remember, last year felt like Housewives was in, was in its flop era. Mm. I feel like kind of breaking down the fourth wall in this context has been really helpful. And I think at this point, this far into the run of these shows, they mm-hmm. need to be doing more like this of like mixing and matching and talking about the show and being like reflective and meta um, because you sort of have to. And I, I, I have really enjoyed Girls Trip. Um, in the general. Seasons, oh, in general. In general. The season's been tough for me. Mm. Um started off super strong. The first episode I was just like so happy to be with all these people. And then, you know, the thing that I the thing that I was worried about with the season was like the timeline of it as someone who's like a freak about continuity. Mm. I was like, how are we going to be doing reunions like after filming Girls Trip, but before we see Girls Trip? Knowing that, like, just, you know, whatever is resolved or not resolved at the reunion is kind of irrelevant to what happened before on Girls Trip. And, like, you know, watching this now, it's like whatever happens with Whitney and Heather on Girls Trip, we know where they are now. Mm-hmm. We saw the reunion after this. Mm-hmm. Um, same goes for Candace and Giselle. Uh, Alexia and Marisol, I guess, have some conflict on Girls Trip we haven't seen yet. Uh, I think that it's
0: light. I think it's more like tension-y. Yeah, but it is like It is about something
1: like real. Sisters. Yeah. Which is that Alexia was like, what did she say about her marriage? She said something really, I think it was, was it Dr. Nicole? Someone had said that Alexia said something really harsh about Mary Marisol. Marisol? Yeah, I think it was season one. And we like kind of never kind of brushed past it. Oh. It was something about her marriage. With
0: the fish guy? With the guy at Fish and Saran Wrap?
1: i i don't the fish vacuum dinner uh, oh maybe yeah i don't i don't fully remember except that i i remember at the time thinking that it sounded like it was true yeah that alexia had said that yeah and then it was like not addressed and i believe that's what they're fighting about Oh, that's interesting i i could be totally wrong and maybe by the time i don't know when you're releasing this but maybe tomorrow okay well then i won't (laughs) be wrong by then i could be i could be wrong though we'll find out um Anyway, that never really happened whatever there were like rumors of conflict between them on their actual season, but we didn't see anything. so I think like it's sort of a non-issue. I was worried about basically all of this though, mm. of like why are we going backwards in time, and why are we and then the other part of it, which i hadn't really i hadn't realized how exhausted I would be by those conflicts by the time we got to girls trip, like I didn't know that the Chris Bassett stuff and the black eye stuff would feel like Lucy, Lucy apple juice to me.
0: The crisp, you put Chris at the same level as the no, black eye no, stuff. Okay.
1: No. But it's, but I am tired of hearing about it.
0: Really? Cause I don't think we got really into the, I do not remember Candace revealing on, uh girls trip what she revealed on potomac like chris and i are in a really oh, really yeah, but dark i don't think that's stop. about i
1: don't know that was about that was interesting to me i don't mean like i'm done with chris i just mean that like i don't need to hear about this because the other part of it is that like the reunion giselle kind of apologized but not really candace said what she had to say and then some chris mm-hmm. said what he had to say like I feel like I kind of put I like put that to bed a little bit. Like yeah, I,
0: there was more closure, from now we're that, going back at least in like the honesty toward cast members mm-hmm. at a true visceral impasse.
1: Right, and that, I mean the black guy is obviously a bigger problem that I like. I don't even want to talk about it anymore because, as you know, I mean it was like for all of us was it was a was a trying time, um, and I yeah. I really hate that we're back there.
0: Well, the thing that's like even weirder about the black guy is the see- the season that we saw it the question was what actually happened here and why is heather intimating that cast members are involved like right. that they know and they're using it and saying to jen this is how i'm going to distract from conversation around you by suggesting that these other women were like involved in some sort of massive government conspiracy what's different with girl's trip which like i guess makes it worse is whitney ending Episode four, I guess, is that the newest episode? And saying, Yeah, I'm going to prove to everyone that Heather is lying, which is, I guess, maybe what would have happened had Salt Lake City, God forbid, continued with a few (laughs) extra bonus episodes, the thing that nobody wanted to ever happen, nor should it. But that changes things in a way that I don't, I also am exhausted by the Black Eye stuff, but now I'm like, Oh, this might actually be maybe worse.
1: But we, I don't know that she actually able, has more to reveal. I mean, like
0: the drinking thing is gonna be. People are gonna poke at that for a long time. Of like, you know, or not drink, eat a scorpion or whatever the fuck she was doing. Uh, if yeah, you I don't know why she don't did not
1: want to. I I mean, listen. But I, I
0: think it's because she's still trying to figure out how right. what what it is that she's trying to communicate and by communicating everything that's what adds to the chaos insinuating everything.
1: i i think i'll say this i think cabinet theory makes as much sense to me as anything else because I you, can, 100% you, can, you can believe you can a
0: cabinet theory. people people
1: are like oh who would believe that i'm like you can so easily injure yourself again this is like from being jewish but like you can <laughs> you can just like it's not hard to injure yourself with i like, walk
0: into doors and poles right more often than a person should right
1: like it's a thing that happens. Yeah. And like, I just don't think she, whatever. The, the point is, we don't want to relitigate that. And yet we are. And I think, but I think the thing that's hard for me is that there is actually something interesting that's happening where, because they can break the fourth wall, mm-hmm. they can each say a thing that I think is actually true. Mm-hmm. So Whitney can say, I'm upset because you've changed based on the show, which mm-hmm. I think is true of Heather. And Heather can say, I think you are creating moments to Whitney to stay on the show, which, you know, I believe about Whitney. So I think that like...
0: Oh my God, I forgot that you were wrong. That's so helpful. (laughs) I'm
1: not, I mean... Just kidding. No, I mean, like, I think they both don't look good. I think Heather overall looks worse on Girls Trip, but I, I don't think either of them are doing themselves any favors. And I felt like that moment when when Whitney gets sort of called out on saying something about Bad Mormon and she was like, Oh, I was just being shady, but like it had been presented earlier as like a very serious, hurtful thing to her was not a good look for Whitney.
0: That's a great point. And I also I mean, I was re-watching this episode because I try to like jog my memory. This whole situation with not having new content on Sunday means that <laughs> I have to then recycle Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, Tuesday shows and just remind myself what's actually occurred, which is an opportunity. Every time I watch a specific house a specific episode of Housewives, I see something different. And the way that Portia had that conversation with Heather where she's like, listen, you're a woman of faith, like have more grace or have some grace for Whitney. I thought was so beautifully communicated, which I don't know that Heather has capacity to listen to or understand in the ways that, you know, Portia said what she said, which is like the idea of like. Activate forgiveness here, right. you know, which I thought was a really impressive point and a way to bridge the gap. With it's, you know, like hashtag losing my religion, like it's the way to say, listen, I don't identify necessarily as a part of this organized religion, but maybe it is still a part of my life, and there are tenets that maybe I can take from just being a woman of faith. That could be applied to circumstances I might not ordinarily want to apply them to if I want to kind of continue to sit in rage.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that like. Which is not
0: a judgment, by the
1: way. No, I think that there's a lot there. I wish that they could have those conversations in a more productive way with each other um
0: with each other meaning heather and whitney heather and
1: whitney i also think it's i just find it frustrating the idea that like heather is secretly like still a devout mormon which i know is not exactly what whitney's saying but it was kind of this, to me what she was saying was like heather hasn't actually left the church so this whole bad mormon thing is like branding but then it's like i don't we know how the mormon church feels about that book and the merch so i don't know that like it's just for show
0: I don't think it's for show, but I have genuinely been confused about the number of times that Heather has discussed a lawsuit being filed against her because of this like copyright situation that she wanted to, I think, copyright Bad Mormon. Yeah. And they filed a, some sort of response. And the way that she has communicated that in the context of, our, do you still identify yeah, as yeah. a member of the Church of Latter day Saints? kind of confused me because she she would say during the reunion and otherwise like well they're suing me xyz which I I understand how acrimonious that can be but that's not actually answering the question right. so then when we get into like did you and I'm gonna fuck this up and so, I, I apologize did you, did you asked
1: to have your name removed from the book right yeah. when you
0: did you ask to have the, your name removed from the book I can understand how defensive I might feel in response of like you're saying I don't really want to do this thing but a part of me is like wait but why haven't you done that it, right. if you're writing a book called Bad Mormon which I know I understand has a lot of context there and some element of like subversion here right I don't understand that part of it if for someone who is leaving this religion and in some ways this religiously structured community why she wouldn't be doing that because there was such a huge focus during the season on how difficult that is
1: yeah I mean, I think that like the only thing that I will say in Heather's defense before I stop defending her in this conversation is that I think she has a lot of religious trauma that we have seen and and she has a and a lot of that and and that a lot of it is probably manifesting in the drinking and that like at the reunion, I know people don't believe her. I believe that there was so much shame involved that made her act like, you know, a little bit in a way that's hard to defend in relation to the black guy where I was like, I do think there is a lot of baggage to unpack there. And that Mm -hmm. like, while I can't entirely forgive the behavior, I like there's a level of understanding where I feel like next season, maybe she can kind of have a, have a moment of like therapy and whatever and sobriety, whatever it is that kind of allows her to explain why she, weirdly jump through hoops to like not explain that she was blackout, drunk and injured herself, which is, I
0: get that. Like, I really get that. And I actually think it's incredibly necessary that there are voices on AG that are countering some of the feelings that I've developed of late (laughs) regarding Heather, someone who was in my literal top five until halfway through the season when I was like, what the fuck? I'm like removing my name from the books. (laughs) Like what the (laughs) fuck is even going on here? Who is this gal? But I understand, uh, I I understand without having obviously had her lived experience, let alone an experience close to that when it concerns religion or honestly any kind of structure similar to what she had, um, based in, I think, a lot of like hyper critique. Uh, I can understand and appreciate the kind of trauma placed on her as a result some of which she might be fighting against like not wanting to maybe confirm its existence it's a lot it's a lot to carry that kind of baggage let alone um, understand that there is baggage that you're carrying and maybe its impact on your current life but like I don't really get we never really got an answer as to why she was like directly joking about it, making light of yeah. it, blaming her cast members for it, saying they were involved in a conspiracy, going on her book tour and saying production actually knows what happened, but Airbnb the house was an Airbnb and Airbnb was going to sue, so they had to edit they told they coached her what to say right. and not saying and every you know like they actually knew what happened, it wasn't a big deal, like it's the constant kind of like Manipulation, which doesn't to me feel like a defense mechanism. It feels like a part of who she is, and it might, in some ways, explain her friendship with Jen. That I don't know. While everything can be connected at the end of the day, I'm yeah. not taking that away. There's just some ugly truths here that she, for whatever reason, um, doesn't want to take responsibility for. So she's pretending that it didn't. U- occur and is just kind of dealing digging this hole deeper which is what makes me uncomfortable because I'm like why are we adding a new um alternate fact here like yeah why are we doing that it's not helping anything and then we're gonna go on girls trip where Whitney's making it our fucking number one you know priority to dig into this and it's just gonna be so much more confusing as a result
1: yeah I mean And that's what I mean. Like, I can only defend her so far because I don't think a lot of that behavior can be explained away that way. I think it's like I take what I see as genuine trauma and allow that to give me more compassion than to think she's just manipulating the situation when she kind of is going through all these like divergent stories or making jokes or all of that. Like, I think there's an element of genuine trauma under that and not just like. I got a black eye and I want to make this as confusing as possible, which I know is not what you're saying, but I'm just explaining the context of where I'm going with that trauma. But at the same time, I think, and this has been especially true on Girls Trip, she has become a terrible communicator. She has become very hard to follow, constantly contradicting herself. And I guess to me, it reads less like manipulation and more like she is floundering. Like she is so in that. over her head. I get that. and like. I think you're right about digging the hole deeper and deeper, which is something that she keeps doing. I mean, to an extent, this is how I felt about, um, not to compare these situations, but some of what happened with Crystal and Beverly Hills felt like she was being pushed and antagonized by her castmates, and it made her sort of dig a little bit. So her story kind of, you know, that whole, I mean, the whole thing about the comment that was made, where she sort of like said one thing and then was like, no, never mind, it wasn't that. And then went on Watch What Happens Live and was like, it was worse than that. And then like, but I won't say what it was. I I felt like that was from a real place of like she's being pushed by these women who are generally pretty racially insensitive. Who
0: also don't believe the use of her words. Right.
1: Who don't believe that she was and I and that's why I don't know like literally
0: don't believe Miriam Webster definition. That's why
1: I don't want to compare it to the Heather situation because it's very different. But my point is that like I often feel like Crystal is in over her head with a cast that's kind of coming for her that way. And I Mm. think that in other ways Heather, as, like, a Housewives fan who has been propelled to fame really quickly, is often, like, out of her depth. Like, she's just, like, and that, in the first episode of Girl Strip, I mean, it it was a mess. Like, her whole, like, comment to Leah about, we want to get Leah drunk, that whole thing was, like, so bizarre. And it didn't even feel like it's a horrible thing to say about a sober person, but it didn't even feel like it was malicious it just felt like stupid it just felt like she didn't know what she was doing and she was kind of well, like I think
0: she was like play, playing a part she was looking she was right she like, was looking for like looking for a for funny thing to say I'm looking for I don't even know if it's funny but I'm looking for something wild to say because that's what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing right, right. now
1: I think I think she's up against these like she's with these like housewives icons like Giselle like Portia Whitney (laughs) (laughs) but I but I do think that she's like she's like out of her element and and she's like really really floundering and so I find it hard to watch I, I you know I'm not I don't think she's looking good on girls trip um,
0: this is so depressing.
1: <laughs> well, look, She I, was I, in my top five no, from and the I, second
0: I, like, fucking asked her a question at a goddamn pre-premiere thing yeah. until literally the right. middle or whatever and of I last am, year. And I am I am depressed about I this. I am not
1: ride or die for anyone. But I, what I've said about Heather is, like, I want to see what happens next season. I want to see if there's any. And it's fine if, like, you're not there. I get it. But I just want to see if there's any way to repair some of this, because I, I'm just like not ready to write her off. I've seen so many, I've had so many ups and downs with housewives, like various mm-hmm. housewives that I'm just like, you
0: know, there's always the chance for, because like, I yeah. thought,
1: you know, when I, for, you know, I, Beverly Hills was my first franchise. And I like Camille. Yes. She was a villain, but I like could not stand her. Mm-hmm. I could not stand her. like everyone else. Same. I like, then fell in love with her. And then she came back and did her like MAGA shtick. And I was like, I can't stand her again. You know what I mean? Like, it's really up and down, and I just like, I I'm not yeah I'm not I'm not there with Heather that I'm gonna write her off forever. But I think Girls Trip is making a case for, she making a case for like why one would do that. You know, I was hoping that it would feel, I don't know, <laughs> somehow healing, uh, healing, healing. Um, but it's not. I I makes like like this season of Girls Trip is making me feel worse about a lot of them and, and I really what I liked about Girls Trip season one at least was how it made me like them all more. Yes. Oh
0: god and like, the days of season one. I know that
1: like a lot of people preferred the chaos of season two but I really liked one because Same. it was like I just want to see these women who never get to really be themselves yeah. be themselves with
0: people they trust. Cause everybody is a star. Right. And
1: I'm like, Oh, Teresa's a human being. Right. I hadn't, it hadn't occurred to me that she's like a human being. Kyle like has a personality beyond being, you know, it was just like, really, it was lovely. I thought yes, it, was lovely. it was lovely. Season two had great moments for me That's and a lot dark. that I was like, Dorinda makes me uncomfortable, which I've mm. said many times, mm-hmm. don't think she should be on TV. Um, but season three is, like, weird because I'm just, like, you know, there are these kind of underdogs to me, like, mm. you know, Whitney and Heather as the kind of lower rank housewives who mm-hmm. are like, in this conflict, who then come on and just, like, especially Heather, it looks so much worse. Or you have Leah, who, like, is, to me, like, should be a comeback story, but is just, like, again, so out of her depth, like, so doesn't belong there and feels it, and they're, and they're treating her like it. Where it's just like, it's hard to watch.
0: Yeah, I cannot imagine being in her position. I think I would just be, I don't want to feel that kind of like spiritual discomfort, which has nothing to do to me with religion. But just like the feeling of like not being wanted or liked. Right. And how everyone has had a time in their life. I think most people of remembering when you were in a room and people didn't want you to be there. And multiply that by 247, eight days a week, or or eight days, eight days a week. Eight days total. And remember that it's gonna be on national right. television, highly edited at some point months later, that would do something to me.
1: After at the moment. you had like one of the worst housewife seasons of all time Ugh. that you were part of and that people really turned on you during when you were going through this like loss, and I mean Leah like drives me like I just have a hard time with her in general. I really did mm-hmm. like her and this it's not you know, I find it hard to watch because I feel like she's being treated unfairly. But also, I find her to be someone I don't enjoy watching. Like
0: well, I think like many things can be true yeah. like to and to just kind of cap off the heather of it all, I think it is entirely possible that she's going through a lot. It's also very important that someone at some point recognizes that she should be held accountable for her behavior. It's no excuse for the impact right. of what she has done, which, regardless of whether you feel like she was manipulating it came off. The end result was manipulative. So I think that is, and many of these people have made mistakes. The problem I think for Heather is that she's early days because this franchise is so young. Yeah. And I think sometimes with some of these housewives, even if they've only been on three seasons of a show, if the show has been on for 10 years, I just think our memories sometimes are short, but they're also so fucking long that I think if Heather had done this, and, and maybe I'm completely countering myself because I think you could argue this is Leah, but if, if Heather had been on New York behaving the way she is now, first off, the environment is incredibly different, so there's that. But also, I think that sometimes people have more, and I again, I don't even know if I believe this saying it out loud, but I'm, here I go saying it anyway. Welcome to <laughs> Let's Let's explore it together. Let's explore it. It's like if you're on a longer-term long-standing franchise we have been through so much with these women that I think people sometimes come to the table with an understanding that you might hate someone's behavior now but there's absolutely the possibility that they will grow and change right so if you love someone and then they grew and changed and you dislike them it's entirely like you know what I'm saying and then I counter myself because I'm like fuck Leah was on New York which had you know, 13 seasons and she was on her, what was her? Is her there, second her, season. It was only her second yeah. season. God,
1: that Because she, I mean, but she was, she was like. But a, then it
0: ended. So it's right. like not even she fair was, I think she was, and I think part, part of why comparison. the
1: fandom is so vitriolic toward her in a way that feels very unfair is that I think she and Ebony mm-hmm. for different, for Ebony, more racist reasons, kind of get blamed for the show not continuing because I think Leah was sort of supposed to be Leah and Ebony were supposed to be kind of the next step for Roni because these women are getting older and also their antics are less entertaining in terms of like Ramona. We need like new blood to kind of steer Roni in a new direction. And I think that like the fact that they tried that and then the show fell apart, Leah gets saddled with some of that blame. I don't know that there's like I because I when I think about it and yes she had a bad season but it's hard to understand why people hate her as much as they do.
0: I mean I I I cannot imagine a world in which I would watch a single second of season thirteen ever ever again. It was right. the darkest, least enjoyable. Uh, it was also a, COVID, also a COVID
1: season. It was a so COVID they were doing season, those like. But, bad but do you remember when they were doing season. those like there was some party they had with like five people there and it was one of the most depressing things. So every, I, I was like just every just,
0: episode there was, was something with Luane and like her family things. was there I'm trying to I just
1: I remember, don't remember thinking I like, blocked it out. I was one of those people who was like they should just like stop filming. I was very first year of covid I was very much like I cannot believe they're filming because like it seems was unsafe. Was it in 2020
0: that it was filmed? I don't remember. I blocked I don't, all of this I don't out. I don't remember. I blocked all I, this of was that. about
1: Orange County when they started filming again like right, in Orange April County or whatever was the first. and that was right, a right, goddamn right. nightmare. Um I was just like Why can't they just like pause everything for a while? Um, Because
0: we would have lost our minds eight months later when we were like. I know,
1: I know, but it was a
0: loser. We didn't know what the fuck was was happening. Yeah, nobody knew. Anyway, nobody knew.
1: Tangent. Um, Yeah, but I mean, like all of that to say, like I, I. I think the hatred for Leah is a bit much, but I also like do not enjoy her and I think that I would have loved to see this season if Tinsley had ended up coming on the show it as she was. It could have
0: actually been interesting. Even though to. I don't want to lose Portia, but it could've no, actually I been mean, an interesting energy. Portia
1: has like amazing energy and I'm glad yeah. she's there. But, you know, Leah has no one. Candace thankfully has like step into that role which I think mm-hmm. we need I can't even imagine what we would do if Candace wasn't there that
0: would be it would very be very like, difficult to watch because I they're think.
1: being like I mean they're being how they are with people like I think Giselle and Portia I, I do like you know I, I like both of them but I mean Portia I think is having a better girl trip season whereas Giselle's kind of being Giselle and I'm a little tired of Giselle being Giselle um Anyway, I think that they're really coming hard for Leah in a way that feels super unfair. Mm. Being like, how dare you feel this way? How dare you, know, just really kind of going for her. Um, but yeah, whenever Leah has a moment when she's like, when she's like saying that Alexia's story is boring, or when she's like just kind of bringing down the energy, which again, like I don't blame her for, but it makes kind of less, it's mm. not the right vibe for this show. Or when she like kind of goes to talking about like, small dicks for like 20 minutes and you're like this is like not
0: who was talking about small dicks leah oh i forget
1: it was endless to me it was like (laughs) i was like leah um anyway i just like you know i really i i rooted for her on some level because I thought her first season was so great and because she deserved to kind of like
0: great first season. We'll always have that. We'll always have that. We'll always have it.
1: But God, it's yeah. I don't think girls trip is doing her any favors. And I, I know from the trailer, it gets worse. Like it's not gonna improve for her.
0: Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, that's right, German, Chinese, and even more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in so many ways. There are no English translations, so you can really learn, listen, and think in that language you want to learn. It's designed for long-term retention, which is especially helpful for me because while this is my first trip to Italy, I really try truly hope it won't be my last. The lifetime membership that Rosetta Stone offers has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses that Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today today. Ciao. Hey, AGs. Are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villa Rosa. Um, Introducing Home Threads where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. Chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves and always at the best value. Unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing. But nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkels-clad Head over to HomeThreads.com today and live your best Real Housewives life. Go to HomeThreads.com slash Andyscrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's HomeThreads.com slash Andyscrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. HomeThreads, love where you live. Um, How many episodes are there? It's wild that we're already maybe halfway through. I- I think it's it's probably eight, right?
1: Might be seven. Really? I think it's it, it's either I seven they or eight.
0: Three at once. They like have all this buildup, and then they're like, "Here's half this." They season. always. But they it's all, so that, that, annoying. That's, that's
1: how Peacock airs shows, and it's extremely annoying because as someone who's behind in TV, it's like too right. much at once. It's too much, and there's no reason for it. And I mean, like. They did three of Miami right away. And like, mm. all I want is this Miami season to have been stretched out longer. I mean, mm. like the greatest time of my life was watching Miami. Why did we rush that? And it's like, it's kind of a weird idea of like, oh, you have to get a taste of it to want to keep watching. But We like, don't need a taste. We Put don't. Put it
0: directly, Just, inject it directly into yeah. our spirit. Because we, we, know, we know we're going to watch it, number one, no matter what. Right. And number two, if it's good, we will recognize that.
1: I think they're just, like, also just really desperate to try any... I mean, I think they need to kind of rethink a lot of tra- strategies, but Peacock is, like, not doing super well. So they're always trying to do things. Like, did you see this thing about... Hey, this is the perfect segue where they're going to have extra footage from the reunion. So
0: Andy did a little Peacock. um wink-wink on his radio show and said not only did he do one-on-one interviews with um Tom, Ariana, and Raquel... Uh, during the reunion which sidebar I've been listening to all of their podcasts only shot for five hours not counting the before and after really which is nuts to me and you know that shit is going to be fire from the second that they like not including the however many hours when they arrive, and that was either Sheena or Lala saying that so maybe the math is slightly off but like around Are you five saying out, that
1: they can't add
0: no I'm just saying that like that, <laughs> I was just trying like,
1: to figure out what that know, meant no,
0: like being a cast member I would Oh. It would be so out of body right. that I wouldn't. I can't recognize time on a normal day. Welcome to they could eight be hour estimating
1: episodes. like oh I right. was five and hours, it could be five, but... and it
0: could be like six and a half, which I think is very different. But if it was five, you know we're going to end up seeing four and a half. But Andy said on which ties into what Andy said on his radio show, which was, uh, it is seemingly likely that Peacock will have extended cuts of the reunion that are exclusive to Peacock, um. Over what we're given on uh, Bravo Classic,
1: so they've been doing this on Rugged. It was the Ultimate Girls Trip, which I didn't you realize. Love saying
0: rugged. It's because they ru- they say it on my ru- other Ru-hugged. favorite
1: housewives podcast, Come Through Queen. Oh, love. Friend I just I just like I just like when they say rugged. I, I think it's like a really it. fun I'm thing to it. say. Makes me think you're um, saying rugged though, and then I get well, confused. Well, b- I do say. I mean, I've always said Roni, so it's like kind of makes sense <sighs> well, to just you know, kind of keep it going. My
0: highlights. I'm blonde again, and <laughs> words are now once again very hard. Um. It looks great. Thank you.
1: I, um, I wasn't asking. No, I, but I was, for volu- I was volunteering. But I was
0: extending an invitation <laughs> that you accepted. So thank um, you for that highlight paperless post.
1: But my friend was watching. Um, was watching, no, uh, Girls Trip. Mm-hmm. And she was texting our like, little Housewives group chat, Bravo group chat. Mm-hmm. And we talk about all of the shows. And she was like, Did you guys have this thing where it, uh, there's a pop on the screen that said, Pick one of the Housewives? What? Isn't this crazy? And you click on one, and it's un—it's a scene featuring that Housewife that was not aired in the episode. Wait a second,
0: but I watch Peak, I watch all I of my too. shows I on not, Peacock. I use no Long Drive Cable. I
1: do too. Well, this is also a Peacock exclusive show. I was say like, say this again. It's choose your own adventure. You get like extra scenes if you with each of the Housewives.
0: Why didn't I? Why I don't have, I have that access? Is I that have some no so- sort of no idea. Beta, whatever the fuck might, they're doing. I mean, next? it honestly
1: might be a thing they're testing out, but like she took pictures because she was like, I swear. <laughs> well, also, I, I, I believe the other Good part of the story her. was that she was like a little high and was like not sure if this was like. A real thing that <laughs> right. happened. Right. And I, I was like, we've all been for there. um one of the um, Venus
0: CBD But CBD were
1: But they were doing like extra scenes of unaired scenes. And I then I was annoyed because I was like, I want to see all those scenes. Yeah, I
0: want to see all those scenes. I wish
1: scenes. I could remember what she was describing. She picked Candace. And it was something about. Um, like a paper doll kind of thing where you get to see a different outfit. But it's. N- no, no, no. Like a different content? scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, the scene was about Candace talking about how they always try to get their own brands on the show. And production gets really angry. So how they like.
0: I feel like I saw that.
1: Did you see that? I don't I remember did. that scene. But scenery. I didn't
0: get to choose your own adventure. It just. I felt like that's a part of an episode. It?
1: I didn't remember that part. I don't know.
0: Anyhow, so i talking about some issue with branding. They always talk about
1: it. It's not new information. But I. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't have that option when I watched it on Peacock. And it is a Peacock only series. So that I watched on. My television. I don't know. It was very weird. But I think they are testing out ways to kind of, like, make... Obviously, for girlship you have to watch it on Peacock, at least right. until they air it on Bravo in five minutes. But um, they're trying to get people to, like, subscribe.
0: It's interesting that they're doing these Bravo exclusives, because to me, if you're a Bravo viewer, the chance is high you're going to get Peacock. For those of us who literally only had cable right. to watch Bravo, when Peacock became available, I was like, yeah, let me save a ton of fucking money and right. just have Peacock. I would think if you're a Bravo super fan, you, you already are a Peacock subscriber, unless things like Girls Trip are of no interest, which I can completely appreciate and also thank you if you're one of those people for continuing to listen to this episode <laughs> Maybe they but, ahead. They oh my the god ahead. um welcome back um but i would sort of assume that because peacock is so bravo friendly that if the app or whatever you call it online network or whatever isn't doing well they would be looking beyond bravo not that yeah. i'm suggesting they do that no but
1: I, I i mean I, I honestly don't understand a lot of what they're doing or their choices and i don't think that They've been doing the best job, but I also am just glad that Peacock exists because it gave us Miami. It gave us girls' trip. Oh my god, Miami will it never, gave get, us, over. never get over. I don't know. I love Peacock. Um I can we talk about Vanderpump rules Jeez. because we came we started talking about the you reunion ha- and then I was. I cannot believe
0: like, that we spent so much time talking about fucking girls' trip. Not nothing against it, but no, I feel like I mean, I'm talked out of girls' trip, I, I have to say. I don't think they're worth As, 40 to, 40 as, as opposed of to Skandaval,
1: which has not been talked out enough. <laughs>
0: You know what the thing is? I've said it so many you times. Can't get enough. I just started, you guys, I just closed my eyes because I need to imagine the feeling. Because it is a sense memory. It is a <laughs> sensation. I, this happened to me. I'm not even kidding Louis Weitzman earlier today. I'm not kidding. I'm not fucking with you. Dead serious. Eye to eye. I started thinking to myself, I'm, I'm folding laundry, also known as stuffing it into drawers earlier this afternoon. I thought to myself, Raquel?
1: You're I still, still can't you're, you still it. Can do it. I'm
0: not joking, and it's not—it's not making fun of Raquel at all. I just cannot believe that, based on what we are seeing and the just journey of relationships, it's more the girl-on-girl girl crime for me. Yeah, but like, yeah. I can't believe this is happening. Even though Sandoval is a piece of shit, I, I still can't. We can all that. believe he cheated. I can't believe it's happening with a co-star. I, there's something about it that my brain. Won't process Right I still can't believe it <laughs> Well maybe it. the reunion And well, of all the people Raquel I can't believe it I can't. I can't process it.
1: Maybe the reunion will clear it up for you.
0: I don't think it will. And here's the other part of it (laughs) that that drives me insane. Because we keep talking about, and again, I've listened to all the VPR podcasts. And I actually thought Sheena's latest podcast, she was crying, talking about the court stuff, had a lot of great points, was excellent, as was Lala's most recent episode. I don't know what has happened to me. And I blame (laughs) everyone for this because I truly was not planning to watch this season. I would have done like a fucking highlight reel, but was not, now I can't get out and I'm completely fine with being buried in. But the thing that really is just one of those realities that I'm going to choose to never accept, but it will, it will choke me. It will, it is forming just this sensation like I'm being buried alive is the fact that we're never going to know when they started to have the affair. (laughs) And I don't believe that it was seven months. I don't. But it's affecting how I'm watching all of this. Because I need to know, were they fucking before the girls' trip? And it's possible that they weren't, but they were sexting or doing something else, or flirting. Which is, is, as you know, that's my my
1: belief is that it did start then, but that there was... The fucking started then, but there was some sort of inappropriate contact text sexting, whatever, before then.
0: But we're the thing that is so wild. We'll never know. The way that some people are like, what happened to like JFK or whatever? Right. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> my God, what has things happened that, to my things brain? Things that really matter, yeah. String cheese is <laughs> what is happening inside of me. Like we're never, just apples to apples, JFK and Scandival, we're never going to know when this started. I will never believe what these two people tell us because there's no reason. It will only make them look worse if it started earlier. I don't know that
1: it but would But it changes though. my
0: perception of everything. If she was saying that stuff to Lala and she was fucking sexting Tom, that makes a difference to yeah, me. Yeah,
1: no, I understand that. I mean like.
0: If you didn't have, I'm not, you don't have a man, so lucky for you it's not going to work out. I thought it was a perfectly fine response to be honest. I was like, oh shade. Especially but because
1: Lala was like, it's offensive to all women and I was like not really. No, it's It's not. actually a direct response to what you said. A hundred percent
0: and I was like I was kind of like ooh that was like a fun response I mean it was she was so drunk she could barely say me, it right but- and it didn't happen to me yeah. so I like delayed in it but if she was doing that shit with Tom before that trip when she was saying that that makes it so much worse because then she's being literal. Yeah, like if you, I, I... If you, no, you know, because guess I mean, what I'm doing well, to Well, personally,
1: I prefer to think of it as her villain origin story because I think it makes better sense for the story if it did... If she did go home from a girl's trip and was like, if they're going to treat me like this, I'm going to act like this, which doesn't excuse the behavior at all. But that just works better for my narrative.
0: That it started after when she was yeah. like, you guys think I suck. Guess what I'm going to be doing directly yeah, after exactly. that. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're right. I mean, you're right. We'll never know for sure. I... I am definitely looking forward to the reunion at the same time. I'm really liking the season and I feel, it's really good I feel bummed out that it's dominating to this extent because there's so much I want to unpack. I said this on Twitter, but you're not on Twitter. So I'm I can not repeat on myself. Twitter. I'm um, not. There's so much I want to unpack that we're not going to get to. And I, and I really yeah. like, and I, it's not like I want to, it's, it's just, there's stuff that I feel like can't possibly be explored. And I don't mean like whether or not Tom Schwartz and Raquel had feelings for each other, which oh LOL, like, well, they didn't. Who cares? No, they didn't. Um, but things like James and it's his coming up on
0: conversation on his, AG.
1: His um drinking and his relationship with Allie and his feelings about Raquel, all of which are very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I wanna have that be part of the reunion. And I feel like it's just just gonna be about Scandal. But I I just feel like we're not, you know, it's sort of unfair to the rest of the season, which is actually super interesting. Uh, And I want more of that. So I feel like I wish that – I don't know. I wish they'd filmed longer, I guess, because I feel like we're not going to get to all this stuff that I want to get to.
0: Well, I mean, even if they had filmed longer, I think it would, again, just be Scandal all 24-7. Right. But Lala said something on one of several podcasts that I listened to her on, which was, like, leading into the reunion, she's like, it really sucks because some of us had – You know, a lot going on this season. She was China getting married. The stuff that Lala's going through with like custody and whatever. Whatever. Katie's divorce, which obviously also features some feelings toward Raquel. And Lala was like, "What I essentially am telling the producers because this is pre-reunion filming is like, we need to talk about those other elements, like." A, I'm not going to allow Scandoval to take up all the air in the room, but B, like, there's other stuff going on and we deserve and should have the opportunity to talk about it in full. Cut to her recording a podcast after the reunion and she was like, LOL, I know I said that, but the thing of it is when we walked into that room, that was the only thing that we wanted yeah, to talk I mean, about, which and, I completely and understand. I get, and I get that, but
1: I kept thinking when I saw the um, seating chart mm. and I saw that, Ariana had first slot next to Andy as she should, and then Katie was next to her. I was like, This was supposed to be Katie's year. This should have been Katie's spot next to Andy.
0: I don't think I saw the seating chart. I saw the outfits.
1: There were oh, this was released like a, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. Oh because
0: right, it no no, I saw that. Sorry, there were two my bad. separate ones. Two separate yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. And I, then I saw that.
1: Sheena who Got married is on the very end of the couch and I'm Sheena just getting like getting
0: friend of talk about somebody that got fucked over. It's so
1: and I and I say this ex- again like I want Ariana to be there next to Andy. I'm mm. just saying like if I were Katie, I'd probably have a little bit of resentment and I do think Katie and Ariana have unresolved tension that they're going to not I, I've I mean they've had Katie and
0: Ariana. Yeah. Yeah. You don't mean Ariana and like Lala?
1: No, I mean Katie and and Ariana. About I just about like they w- Ariana
0: standing, uh, maybe, maybe they supporting. They, they were they or having
1: weird issues like before this season, and it felt like they kind of banded together. There were a lot of relationships this season that kind of formed by necessity. So like Lala being best friends with these people, Katie and Ariana. Hmm together that i felt like was a little bit inorganic only because they'd had i'd never felt like katie and ariana were that close before this season
0: and then do you think that some sort of tension also developed when katie broke up with one of the toms and yeah absolutely like, i still got mine and now i'm sort of taking. i just care think of there's yours. like there's like
1: stuff there that maybe we'll unpack at some point point. and right, n- right now everyone's idea. rallying behind ariana as they should but i think like or between yeah, between Ariana and Lala there definitely was tension and mm. last season and this season they're kind I mean, I don't I don't know. I think there's a lot that will still have to play out. Um and hopefully I would assume they're gonna start filming next season really quickly.
0: In like an hour and a half.
1: And I would hope that they are able to go beyond um the fallout of Scandaval, even though that's gonna be like the headline, like there's there's more stories to be told. I feel like they all kind of brought it this season and deserve to be on camera. I don't know. I just don't want it to all be about scandival forever.
0: Well the I think the reverse would happen where it's like it couldn't be super about Scandaval if none of these people are willing to film with at best Raquel yeah. and at worst, which I don't know that they would super do. I think they would rather just like shit on him is Sandoval. And then there were either Legitimate or staged paparazzi photos today or yesterday of Sandoval walking with Raquel, I guess, with like copious luggage on Raquel's part. Yeah. And I would think, you know, like... Number one, baby girl needs to get out of L.A. for a little bit. Not right. the worst idea for her. But also, do we think this is any kind of indication? It could just be a long trip home. Or do we think that she's just like, I need to be out of here for a minute. And that might include
1: the I show. would hope that she's gone for a minute. I don't think that she is going to walk away from the show. The fact that she showed up to the reunion.
0: Which is shocking.
1: I think she wants to do this i think she wants the paycheck i don't think she has a ton of prospects especially not right now if she leaves the show we're like i think she needs it um we know her pageant career is over um because of donald trump and whatever else she told peter about remember that whole conversation she cried
0: was that from last season no
1: this season when she told Peter about how oh she'd age out of being a pageant in pageants because of Donald Trump's new rule—not new rule, but like Donald Trump decided that like women stop being hot at like whatever <laughs> age. Do you remember this? It was
0: honestly, it I didn't really, pay a ton of attention. You were
1: because you were probably like catching up with the scandal of all stuff in mind, and you were yeah. so sort of focused on that that you were like, honestly,
0: and Peter and Raquel Peter, together shit, right. are not giving um, me the energy that I would require. Yeah,
1: I think that like the long-term future of the show is in question because I mean. I think about it though like the Kristen stuff when like Kristen was totally ostracized for a while like no one wanted to be around Kristen I forget who she kind of filmed with but there there was like nobody nobody and like she kind of found her way back in I remember when like years later yeah but like I remember when I think Stassi started filming with her again because she mm-hmm. was on the outs with everyone <laughs> that was after depressing. the after the uh, the Jack situation.
0: Oh, was it the Jack situation? After I'm the- talking about,
1: there were two there were two separate Kristen things. The first was when the Jack stuff came out. She, Stassi obviously backhanded her and was like, right. "We're not friends anymore." And they she had to kind of climb back from that. And then later, when she and Stassi and Katie stopped being friends, they all kind of ostracized right, her again, right, 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 in a different way. Um. I remember, I think it was, was it that? There was some season where she and Christina Kelly, like, had, like, a meal together. Christina Kelly is always available if you need to have a friend on the show. Christina
0: Kelly really saying what needed to be said in some of those confessionals where I was like, damn, like, I don't, I definitely would have, ca- wouldn't have caught on to, like, some of the energy the, yeah. that she was getting.
1: I'm thinking about Jersey now, but we can stick with Vanderpump for, for a little bit longer. Um because I, yeah, no, I agree about Christina Kelly. I think she's a welcome presence this season. But anyway, with the Kristen, I'm just like, I think there is a way where, for the good of the show, uh-huh. they will get to a place where they can film with Raquel again, potentially.
0: I don't know that Ariana. From what Lala was saying on again one of eighty five pods, sounded like Ariana was like, "You're not going to film with her. Like, if you want a relationship no, with me, I, you're not and that, film with I'm her. Right. Similar and to I mean, what Lala like, said about Rand, right, old Randall.
1: And look, Randall's on, on the show this season. Can you believe? I mean... Um I, I I don't I don't know. I think the other the other option is that like the show progresses without Tom, Sandoval, and Raquel if mm. they're together. That or it'd be a wildly or,
0: bad move.
1: I don't know, but I'm just saying there are there are lots of who knows what's gonna happen, but I think next season will still be Fallout and kind of filming around yeah. people. Um I yeah, I mean I have a lot of thoughts about Raquel. <laughs> I've listened to many of your episodes about Raquel Taste. we're all on. Un- we're all unpacking um I I don't know I need to sort of see I'm very curious about the reunion and how it all plays out um another person I think is in over her head which I have said about many people um not defending her actions at all I just thinks she like opened a can of worms and didn't think about the consequences of what this means for her future on the show her future in Los Angeles like all of this stuff I feel like Maybe wasn't factored into her decision making. Do you feel like it was?
0: I mean, I don't know that the anyone would have thought it would have become what it has been, right. which is like this literal national scandal. That you know, everyone's talking about the fact that CNN had a fucking, you know, ticker or whatever it's called yeah. about N- it. Like, there is no way to know that this was going to become what it was. No way to know. Genuinely, no right. way to know. Was she thinking about, I don't think. She wasn't thinking about Ariana. No,
1: I mean. Right, was, there would
0: be no reason for her to think, I think, about her future employment on the show. Like, that That kind of, like, narrative understanding of her universe would probably preclude her from being a member of Vanderpump Rules. So, like, her long-term thinking. I don't know. Thinking,
1: I think of her as a fan who got on the show.
0: I know. I'm saying that, like, for someone to think that strategically about their long-term employment. Yeah uh status let alone objectives i don't see that being someone who's a cast member on vanderpump rules i just i don't see see it but she definitely comes across as like a fan
1: yeah i mean i have to be very careful with this because i don't want to sound like i'm defending anyone's bad behavior but i'm always a little bit when i think about fans who end up on these shows i always think about like how much they've watched and internalized about what makes good TV or what people want to see and what's forgivable and what. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I don't think I'm not saying that she was like playing four dimensional chess here or thinking about, you know, really thinking it through with Tom beyond just like wanting to fuck. But I do think that a lot of bad behavior, the show was like founded on infidelity and like really bad behavior and betraying friends and having literal physical fights with friends. And I do think There's a part of her that maybe feels like that was normalized and that like if she were season one or two Vanderpump Rules, I don't think this would be as big of a deal. They're all adults now and they live in the Valley. So it's not quite the same show. But like, I don't know. I mean, I think it's like it's I don't know that she wasn't at least in part influenced by her like Vanderpump Rules fandom.
0: Well, it certainly gives you an excuse in which to act out. But I also think like they're they've. The oddity here, if you can call it an oddity, which I don't think is an appropriate use of the word, like everyone here has seemingly matured much more than they where they were season one, two. However, it's right. it's been a decade that has taken place. People are now in long-term relationships, getting married, buying property, making like strategic business moves. So, and I just, I think for Raquel it's like she's surrounded by that she's not surrounded by Vanderpump Rules cast members season one and two she's surrounded by VPR cast members season 10 so it's like that kind of explanation while I can certainly appreciate it and have probably communicated something very similar on AG I just don't at the end of the day I'm like you know what like I get it but this is where the whole like fucking over your friend thing factors in you know yeah
1: I, but it's not a, to me it's not an excuse it's more just like I think it's interesting context but I don't like that maybe explain some of her mentality or uh, on a subconscious I level I don't think she gave I a
0: shit at the end of the day probably I, I not wanna, I, I think most obviously not she was posting emoji captions that like translated in Raquel energy to like I'm gonna be his next top girl yeah. she went out of her way not to care about About Ariana, obviously, but also any of her other friends who she also screwed over, not to the extent that she did Ariana, obviously, but, like, she really, I mean, what does it mean if she did think of it and just said, I don't, I don't care, like... I don't yeah. know what's in store for the rest of her storyline. I'm hearing that from what other cast members are saying that, like, there's a lot that comes out about her life that she shares. So, obviously, that is going to influence the way other cast members at that time maybe appreciate or interact with her. But I don't know, man. Yeah. She's, I don't know.
1: I think it's, yeah. And I, and I really, because I also wanted to talk about. The raquel Rachel thing, and I'm like, I don't want to be the voice of just defending a raquel because I don't think her actions are defensible. I think that it's been interesting to see how people have reacted to this, and I think there have been a lot of things that have made me uncomfortable about a lot of the discourse. um I think you've done a good job on your show of like oh. talking about it and and sort of like you know always being fair and not using a lot of the- there was something that like really irked me, which was when um
0: Oh, let's not name any No, it's not
1: it's not a Bravo. Okay. It's not a Bravo person. It's a, a SNL person. Oh, okay. Um, That's fine. What's her name? Um I'm not gonna know. The, Chloe Feynman. Was it oh. Chloe Feynman? I don't want to oh, say yeah, it was Chloe yeah. Feynman. That she was on Watch What Happens Live.
0: I've missed so many. Okay, watch well, What Happens. Someone was worst. on Watch What
1: Happens Live, and I'm sorry if it wasn't Chloe Feynman, but I think it was I know she was on her. recently,
0: but I haven't and,
1: seen And and I didn't watch the episode, but Watch What Happens Live, the Twitter account like posted a clip of her calling Raquel, a filthy whore, and all the replies were like, <sighs> like all the replies were like, you know, not all of them, but like there were a lot of replies that were like, you know, supportive, and I was just like, well, maybe that's
0: what you learn at OT one,
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes, I it definitely was her because I was like, it's a secret Scientologist. Um, I don't know. I mean, like I like she has whatever. It's Watchmen's what live. People say outrageous things that no but there's been it. a lot of slut shaming but i but happening. i but i just think it was a little bit hard for me because i was also like i i do think like that's when i'm like okay there are double standards and i think but i was also, that
0: new to, for you to understand no, that no oh, okay no just to but see I, it in place in real time including by women
1: yeah that's i mean none of it's new i just mean that like i think that I think you had made some good points about not to keep referencing your own show. I'm such, I mean, a, such, <laughs> such a fan, such a fan, but like about God, how I like, hate
0: when you do that. <laughs> no, but
1: like about how like people were saying, Oh, like she's getting more hate than Tom. And it, it was sort of like, well, maybe it's a little bit more complicated than that. And it's not actually, it's not actually a simple, it's it not like,
0: only that. Right. Although obviously but, that exists. But I was
1: like, but I was like, let's not like, I just feel like that was a bit much. And then like, the Rachel stuff's been driving me a little bit batty because... I'm the only
0: person that doesn't do it. I don't
1: like it. And I don't like it for a few reasons. Like, first of all, not to get like... This is not to sound super, like, high Identity. horsey. Well, I just feel like you should call people what they want to be called. Yeah. And, like, what a person's name is what they say it is. And I don't think people have to earn the right to have you call them by their name. Like, that to me is so, like, fundamental that it's kind of weird to be like, she no longer has the right to be... Raquel?
0: Yeah, it's not like we have been calling Jax Jason for the last decade. Or Lala decade. Lauren,
1: or and
0: if Sassi's name called... is what, Nastasia. Sure. If Lauren, <laughs> I
1: don't remember.
0: I don't know.
1: Um,
0: but if Lala calls herself sometimes like Lauren from Utah, which right. she'll talk about when she talks about her past, but I don't, it's like one of those things where I just don't, I don't, I know that it... I have no problem with people doing whatever. I just don't see the joke in it. No. Like I... it's, which isn't to say that other people can't find humor. Totally. I just people... am like. Right. Her name is Raquel. She's. I I think I for,
1: for me I, for me it kind of gets under my skin. I think because I do feel like people sometimes, yes, there's an identity aspect of it, and, I, and I'm not equating Raquel with people whose identities are tied to their name in like more important ways. But I just feel like
0: well, she's also given us so much it's more a, material than it's her a name. slippery
1: slope to just be like I'm not going to call someone by the name they prefer because of it's their a bad way to behavior. fuck with them. Yeah, I don't like that. But aside from that, I find it really interesting because I think what people are really doing when they're saying. When they're calling her racial is like kind of like pointing out that she is a pretender. That Mm. she is like a fan of the show who got on the show. And so like that is, I think, what's actually happening is like because we're not calling the other cast members by their real names, but it's like she is someone who like joined this cast and had watched the show. And so like it's a persona. So basically it's like taking her down a peg to be like, you don't belong here. You're like, you're a fake. And that's what the name sort of stands in for, I think.
0: Yeah, and I would think the worst thing you could say to someone is you do belong here because your behavior is so atrocious (laughs) that there would be no other place for you to potentially exist on TV than here. James Kennedy. You know, and it's... (laughs) He's so... There are so many. We have to talk about New Jersey. I really want to talk about that. We didn't get into the um, pizza oven stuff in the last episode. It's This is going to be a long one. I'm sorry. I know that I made promises, but I can't deliver. Um, but I the James is tough because there's like so much that I find concerning about his behavior and also like just like how he was raised the way his father no i mean it's like so tough but also he's he has these one awful i mean but he's so funny Okay, there are other points where he's like genuinely witty in a way that i'm like oh my god but you
1: talked about how everyone on the cast basically has matured which i agree except maybe for james no
0: i think james has matured he's but he's
1: regressing quickly over the last couple episodes
0: well, yeah, I think that happens. Yeah. I think there are hills I'm, and valleys, and right now he's in like a big fucking valley. The thing where he was like, Should, I, mar- should I marry
1: Ali? And then, like, thankfully, babies, Lala was like, Bala was like sorry, What are you talking about? Put babies about? in her,
0: is what he, what he said. That would be the worst. I cannot imagine how poorly that would go except to say that I don't think it would go great. And Allie, I don't know anything about her. He seems very interested in like being with cardboard cutouts of grown women. fans
1: of the show? Well,
0: I don't even know the fan of the show thing. Like, I think she seems like a really sweet girl, but I just feel like there's something about James and innocence and his interest in like... Fucking with it, where he chew. Choo- well, obviously, I don't even know about innocence because of this whole Rick situation. But like, there's something there, and I get the fan of the show stuff too. But there is also a type of woman slash girl that he goes after. Where I'm like, you're, you're well, the power Ali stuff. Is-
1: looks very young she and acts very so young, young. Yeah, it's, it's and
0: very sweet. Like she, I'm sure she's a sweet. She seems to be a sweet, kind girl, which is why I'm like, oh, and the way she her body sometimes contorts when he's trying to like pet her hair and stuff. I'm like, babe, like you're not looking at her yeah. body. She's uncomfortable. But I guess that's the point.
1: I, I definitely I mean, the Raquel panic attack stuff was like very tough in what she after what she was saying about leaving James mm. or trying to leave James or like. And the things that James said about her family. That
0: was disgusting. It's just
1: like, it's very, I mean, like, it's verbally abusive stuff. And I and I think that we can at least agree on that point. And I, I don't, it's hard to watch that. And it's hard to watch it with Allie. And I, I really wonder how things would have played out, though, without Skandaval. Because that's really one of the big, one of the big things that I feel like we're not going to get is, like, Allie really talking about James' behavior and how it makes her feel when he acts like that at a table and she has to leave, which is like something that Raquel brought up many times is like his drinking and his rage were like very hard to deal with. So like, I feel like so bleak. I would, I mean, and I, and I, it's like, part of me is like, I don't want her to have that spotlight on her. Cause I don't think she's ready for it. Like I was surprised that she's actually going to be at the reunion when I saw her.
0: Oh, is she? Yeah, There's
1: a dress picture of her on the, on the site. So she's oh, like, there is, is like
0: a purple she, one or something. Yeah. Or but I was surprised
1: she was there. I just I've like, i already forgotten. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't, I do feel like I sort of want like someone to like help her or not to like infantilize her beyond how James, James might be. Is yeah. um, but I, I just kind of, I don't know. I, I, I want someone to say like, it's not actually. You don't have to to put up with someone who yells like this or who, like, calls literally everyone fat when he's angry at them or who, like, you know, is clearly not drinking responsibly despite what he's saying about it.
0: But who among us, not to excuse or forgive it, it's like sometimes you don't know that until five years after the fact. Sometimes you stay in it. Sometimes for various reasons that... May or may not feel in or outside your control. Like that, those are dynamics that continue to exist. It's just, it is, uh, it is tough to watch it play out. And also, like there is something kind of depressing about the fact that, like, if there isn't a conversation of him being called out for it at the reunion, like, does that just mean that he feels comfortable doing it more? And yeah, the drinking thing. I just, you know, his mom was. So direct with him and honest in a way that I think came from a place of love and saying like I really don't think this is a good a good idea, you know, in your behavior. And she's in recovery herself. And then you think about the way his dad is like, no, this is all normal. Like, don't worry about it. This is cool. This is like what you're supposed to do. And it's just uh, he is an adult at this point. But you know, they gotta
1: bring back his uh, his sober mentor. I don't
0: remember. Remember he
1: had like an old older older year. british oh, guy paul? who also i met paul at, was the, at, C,
0: at see you next tuesday
1: he was also the sober mentor of he said um, some stuff
0: about some people i was like oh okay. yeah we'll, we'll talk about
1: we'll it we'll talk offline. later um he was, was also presidential on, he was also
0: <laughs> he was, <laughs> like, i don't need to know this <laughs> <No>. <laughs> sir we don't know each other stop telling me these things
1: he was also on um i have a photo on paul. um what's that show on netflix um
0: I like to watch. No, wait, that's YouTube.
1: Um um uh Bling Empire? Is that is that the name of the show? Bling Empire? Why He am... wasn't
0: on Bling Empire. I've seen every episode of Bling Empire.
1: Kevin had had the same sober coach as James.
0: You know what? I'm saying Paul, but I'm he wasn't a sober coach. I'm thinking of the older guy who was randomly his roommate. Remember this? Years ago? Oh yeah.
1: I mean, sure. Lots of weirdos in James past. Oh
0: yeah, I'm not I don't remember who the sober coach including, including was. Including remember that older guy who was like it didn't make of, sense I and mean, James would maybe like stay with him and it was a very, very odd. Remember when James had my best friend,
1: the other gay Logan, who was yeah. like who was kind of implying that they like had been intimate good,
0: who, who I think it's like good friends with a lot of the members of the cast.
1: The the other Logan?
0: I think so. Not the
1: Tom Tom Logan.
0: No, there's another one. Oh, okay. There's another Yeah, 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 Logan. The, yeah. yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're getting we're, we're talking on circles. so many of my my point is that James had a sober coach T-L-D-R. who was also Kevin's sober coach on
0: I don't think I remember that Kevin was sober. This is depressing for someone who just said, Is the show Bling every Empire? Every
1: it's like not. I keep wanting to say Bling Ring, but that is a a film. That is
0: Sofia Coppola.
1: Um uh, this is a totally pointless tangent, except to say that um,
0: we're doing great. James Kennedy
1: uh, darks me out, and it's also like you know when Leah started drinking on Rony, it was also really hard to watch because it was like another another person who had been sober who was like but
0: sober for a number. She'd been sober of for like years. a decade. Yeah. Who was like decade oh I can
1: I, I can drink again, and then you just like see how quickly it gets out of control. And I think James has done a pretty good job this season of not being out of control, but. The last couple episodes, I think, has been the worst.
0: Yeah, well, it's, like, also defined out of control.
1: He's been, I'm like, gonna... normal bad James behavior, but I just mean that, like, we haven't seen him. We didn't see it, but we know he got in a fight with someone and getting angry enough that Allie had to leave the table or starting to talk shit about Brock at the, the uh, shower at Lisa's mm-hmm. house when he mm-hmm. was talking about um, Brock not seeing his kids and that whole thing. And Lala was like, "You're out of line."
0: What? Well, how do we feel about Brock? And again, I didn't see last season.
1: Um. Well, we hated him last season. Okay, great. Um, I love his new haircut, which is isn't on, not on the show, but Sheena posted a picture. He night looks night and day, a thousand times better, so much better. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like we're never gonna know the entire story of what happened.
0: He mentioned that his ex-wife called him, but I was like, why aren't we finding out what she said? He's like, thanks to you, I heard from my He's ex-wife, and I was that- like, what did she say, though? Is she opening a door to something? Yeah,
1: I mean, like, th- we never got, like, full clarity. On- I'm sure
0: we will at the reunion, honestly, if it comes up. I, I don't think we're to get
1: it i mean the domestic violence stuff and what that was the whole thing is there was like a domestic violence thing oh, i thought
0: it was he like left the kids and well that
1: yes but he was saying that like she had accused him of something <gasps> and that <gasps> like vey. that's why and this they were strange and then he moved season. to but he but the point was that he had moved to the u.s for like work opportunities because he was a soccer player i'm sorry I know. football i'm like not really God, anyway, we don't really like it, but he's totally fine now in small doses. And I think Sheena's happy. So
0: cool. Can we move on? Yeah, we absolutely can. Great. Um, (laughs) We need to talk about the pizza oven.
1: I don't understand it. I don't. You mean skinny, skinny pizza? (laughs) I mean, skinny pizza. (laughs) Somewhere like somewhere like Bethany's ears just perked up and she's like, she's like getting ready.
0: When they said, and I again have watched <laughs> the recent episode eighty-three times against my own will, of my own volition, I, I just every time I hear skinny pizza, I'm like, I do think, why wasn't it called like Fabellini mozzarella? Like it's just like, because I get skinny Italian, but it's just like it's the so dumbest. Funny. I would 100% have purchased that if it's a skinny pizza with, like, Teresa, like, baking a cracker with GI I, I 100% would have bought it for the box. I would have bought it for, the box.
1: Not, I, I bought it for they, the box. They told that story. I don't understand it. I don't understand either side of it of, like, what really happened.
0: I mean, there's my truth, your truth, and whatever Here's happened. my My
1: truth is that Louis is...
0: I just got real close to Louis.
1: Louis is a terrifying person. I think he is... One of, the, one of the more terrifying figures we've had on the Housewives show. And I, have a, I, I, I think it's like, watching him in the last episode was like really hard. Not just the pajamas thing, which is which is twisted. Which is like Hashtag really... pajama game. Which is really <laughs> fucked up. But the way he gaslights Teresa by when they're together saying your brother and sister-in-law are weak, shitty people. And then when they're all... In public, he's like, the problem is that you won't let them talk and you don't listen to them, and you're the problem.
0: Is that gaslighting? It's not gaslighting. It's just it's just manipulating Because I feel like we, I as that- a culture, use gaslighting yeah. every and day. And usually,
1: I'm very careful about it, but I I'm real- not.
0: I'm I am sloppy. A <laughs> I, I think well. I but think I, the reason yeah. that it
1: kind of tips into that for me is that I feel like he's making her doubt her
0: reality, reality, and, and, and,
1: and perception of that relationship. And mm. I think, but yes, I think he's also just being two-faced and manipulative. And that was what I was going to say about the confessional with Christina Kelly on. Vandero yes, Girls. I wanted to know. Whereas Melissa, I feel like who hasn't been having a great season, but like, I think she, she called, called out what Louie's doing very, very clearly where he wants to be the nice guy on camera. Mm hmm. And is being kind of a dick to Teresa. The whole thing about Melissa's mom when he was like, oh, yeah, we won- I'm going to go invite her. Like, it's so clear what he's doing. And it's, it's like to be the good guy, to be the good guy. And like, we've seen what he's saying in other scenes. And God only knows what he's saying behind closed doors about about them. I, it's not it's like very creepy behavior.
0: Well, and also Teresa being like, um, listen, if you wanted her to be invited, you should have just told me that instead of like, wow, I should have invited her, which I guess well, is, I know it's classic tree, but it's just she said it so many times over the course of the episode where right. I was like Babe, you keep saying if they had only called. This is their fault because if they had only called me, I would have invited her instead of I should have invited her. I right. knew what I was doing was a slight, or I didn't. I don't want her to be there, which she's not communicating. It was more important to have a
1: Chanelle on there and Margaret's well, mom.
0: She's like a member of the family. What can <laughs> um,
1: I say? I the season's been so weird for me because you know. I first of all, I rarely engage in talking about this show because the fandom is so vicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at something today. I think it was like a, a hashtag or something, and just seeing the way that like tree huggers on Twitter talk, and also those who don't like Teresa, like just the way that the, the, both sides are toxic. both sides are are rough and yeah. like mean. I don't like that. Um, I'm bad at it, and I'm sensitive, so I don't usually talk about it. But this season, it's as it's someone nice. as someone who usually is not on Teresa's side, mm-hmm. ever. I've been, I felt that like she was coming off better this season because she did seem more grounded. And when she and Melissa were getting into it, I thought Melissa was kind of pushing more mm. than she did, too. I felt like it's, they both have valid reasons to dislike each other and mm-hmm. have issues. And I think, like, I'm never going to be all on one side or the other because I think they've both done harm to each other. Mm. And... They might not acknowledge that, but like it's we've seen that on doesn't on, mean it didn't on TV, happen. right? You know, beyond whatever else happened. But this last episode was like, oh right, this is why I don't side with Teresa because she gets so stuck on things like like you were saying, like I would have invited her if you'd asked me to, or she like be a better
0: sister in law, or she goes
1: way out of line and says like you have daddy issues because your dad was always cheating on your mom. And, like, that's why you were so, like... It wasn't a great phrase to use. It wasn't great. And then...
0: Although she then said, like, my daughters have daddy issues. But I was like, babe, like, we don't want to say your daughters have daddy. We want to use other words than that.
1: (laughs) We want to use a lot of better words. She's trying. I do think this season has been, in many ways, an improved Teresa. But she's also, like, still Teresa and can't quite escape it. And so, like... There's all that. And then Louis is just like, I think Louie is like such a chaos agent, like making everything worse and pretending like he's trying to clean it up. Like, it's just like, it's just kind of crazy to watch. Here's
0: my thing. <laughs> you have an idea for a pizza oven. You take it to your sister's fiance or whatever, boyfriend. No, fiance at that point. Sure. And you say, I have an idea. Let's pretend I'm going to communicate out loud that you should get half. But you don't wanna put any money toward it and then you seem to laugh off the idea that you should contribute money as an investment into this. Sorry, who business was laughing idea? It off Joe was
1: like Joe Joe Gorga. Gorga
0: was like, I shouldn't have to put money in essentially. Like I'm not gonna put money in. Like I'm okay. I'm bringing the idea he should get half, aka I should get half. Literally none of this makes sense in any way. It doesn't make sense for Joe to be like, people can work together if they have faith. And it's like, sweetie, like, not only should you guys absolutely not do business together, but you should have something on paper. You should have discussed what a percentage would be in exchange for a financial investment. The fact that you just thought it would work out without saying anything seemingly, or at least presenting to us, the audience, like that didn't happen, is wildly inappropriate especially if you're doing monopoly money with someone else's cash right and then for louie it's like okay you're deciding five percent i don't know how you and whatever financial advisor came to that but what did you tell teresa because why are they having a photo shoot and branding nano's no pizza oven as fucking skinny pizza and not telling (laughs) the guy with the idea it's like both are acting so wildly inappropriately from any perspective that it is kind of nuts. We're only hearing about this now.
1: Yeah. And both of them seem to think that it makes them look good, but I don't think the store, both sides seem to think that it like kind of explains things. It's None of it makes nothing. sense at what all. I don't, and I don't understand. So Louis was like, it was like he took the hit and lost. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars on
0: what? Where are the ovens? Can right. you send them to Sonia? Right, I was
1: gonna say it's it's giving Sonia Morgan toaster ovens. I'm gonna need bit. to see
0: honestly because that's I, a lot of money. I can waste. You don't even want to know. Like I could make. I could. I could disappear quarter. Of, I I believe that. I believe that I have the power, but to oh to be wasteful with someone else's cash. But like I don't. I'm going to need to see there has to be a
1: product or I mean there was a photo shoot but like where did the rest of the money go
0: it doesn't make any sense to me unless there is a warehouse did you send it to like Sonia's soccer team (laughs) where 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 are the pizza ovens and can we not contribute that to Madame Morgan's like future like her there's own, a
1: happy ending here
0: there is a happy ending here like but where did the money go and how do you even have a conversation of like you know what it's gonna be so fun even though like he maybe said an idea that we don't actually know that joe said we're hearing from joe that he was like and we'll call it no no's We don't actually know that he said that out loud to them at the time, like none of this makes sense in any kind of reality. But like, how do you then have a photo shoot unless you're just like having fun and thinking, you know, be really fun that I do on my Saturday is to have my glam over and pose for photos in front of a makeshift oven that may or may not be related to the one you guys are deciding to sell and where did the money go because I don't believe any money trail that's associated with Louie and I also believe that there is an element of truth here in Joe being like I have a business idea and Louie being like oh my god let me be the Superman and save the day and give you a write you a blank check and then nobody talks about anything and then a year later everybody's really pissed it's so wildly unseemly to me like I know that sometimes people don't act as business people when they're doing business yeah. deals with family. It gives you that gray area. To family. F- family. It gives you that gray area to like fuck up and fuck off. Yeah. But none of these people seem now, like reasonable w- business people in this sense. It's Louis is an idiot. If he decided to just write a check for $1.50 without getting anything on paper with any kind of signature, that is Insane behavior to me, unless I guess you just have a great relationship with your family and you guys decided a handshake deal. But I don't even see them shaking hands. No, what are you shaking hands I over? I don't.
1: I don't. I don't know. I. It's all very suspect and left me with more questions than answers.
0: It's really a really. It's a relationship wordle. It's like every day <laughs> there's going to be a different one, and they're five letters long.
1: I just like. I don't. I mean. I feel like at the I mean the to me the root of this conflict is just that like Melissa and Teresa hate each other. Like I don't know that it's like I mean obviously Melissa and Joe have a separate issue, but the pizza oven thing to me doesn't really explain anything. Like even if I understood it yet it's, yet it's not And it's being
0: presented as this whole fucking but foundation it's, but it's, it's, it's thing and it's also make not. your own pizza. If you if you have this great idea and he fucked with you but You, The only thing Joe lost, apologies, LOL and only, is time and, like, maybe his sister. Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) if you want to do this oven, you should find someone with money who wants to partner in, like, maybe a grown-up business sense. And if you don't have access to that, then, babe, like, that's on you. Maybe you should put your money toward it. Maybe you don't have the money. I don't know what the reason is. But, like... He lost time. That is a real genuine loss. But like if you want to do No-No's Pizza, you should do that. You should find a way to make it happen. Louis isn't the entirety of the world.
1: Thank God, can except you, for Teresa. But can you imagine being like? I, have I a want bi- a skinny pizza. I have a business idea. I want a let pepper. Let me let me go to Louis Lee Generation Ruelas and and partner with him in business because I'm you, getting a great sense. Would you would you be one? I mean, like, I don't really think I would invest with Joe Gorga either. I don't really get a vibe it's that certainly I'm certainly not like, in Windows. <laughs> I, I mean like whatever. This feels like a distraction to me. I mean like
0: But I I wanna live in that space. We know we I know. want at least a part of the reunion to be a TikTok About, right. breakdown of what happened with Teresa. I mean
1: Teresa, like her grudges are very like simple and long lasting. She is angry at she the makes way them complicated. She is angry at the way that Joe and Melissa came on the show. Like
0: She's angry at the way that Melissa treats her as a sister-in-law, which yes. way predates being True. on the show.
1: But that's that was sort disrespecting of disrespecting her relationship. I think that right. I think that like the right. The only reason she's angry they came on the show behind her back is because they were already estranged because of how she felt about Melissa. So like that does predate the show thing. But her issues with Melissa obviously go yeah go beyond yeah yeah. yeah. yeah I'm agreeing with you yeah. Um, but I but her reasoning now is that Melissa didn't like put Margaret in her place more when Babes, she was asking about you Louie, your
0: brother, a bitch boy.
1: I mean, it's just like, it's BCC ridiculous. Jennifer
0: Aiden. It doesn't make sense. And when Melissa's like, did you say that to what about when you called your brother, a bitch boy and didn't say anything to Melissa? And she's like, I didn't do that. I didn't do it. Right. And it's like, do you Were you not there? I, maybe you weren't, but someone that looked no, very I mean, close to you was. I
1: don't think she has the capacity to, like, this is why I have a hard time and why I've never been to Stan is because, first of all, Stan, no housewife. But I really struggle with Teresa because I don't think she, like, is ever able to get to that point of self-reflection or, like. But
0: she's working toward it. She's
1: working toward understanding when she should apologize and doing it. I don't know that she's ever saying, like. You know, I probably got too angry at Margaret for asking questions that were going to come up on the show anyway. No, it's
0: closer to, like, I'm angrier at somebody else, so I'll be okay with Margaret right now. Yeah,
1: kind of. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, it's always been like that. I mean, like, Margaret forgave her after she encouraged Danielle to pull her hair. Like, it's just kind of, like, Teresa holds grudges like no one else.
0: (laughs) That (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, that makes me want to rewatch that episode. Wait, when when
1: Teresa gets, like, caught and has to, like, and is, like, I hope they don't put this on, I hope they don't put on Mel- the show. And
0: Melissa's, like, babe, like, it's going to be on camera.
1: That was a thrilling episode. That was, that was like, phenomenal that television. Was, I love Jersey. I will always love Jersey. I, like.
0: I want a pizza oven so bad you know it would catch on fire while still in the box. <laughs> I think that like you know it would be called skinny fire hazard.
1: <laughs> fire hazard. The only
0: thing not thin is going to be the flames <laughs> emanating from this like, thing before burns down I, your entire community.
1: I just like love Jersey because oh god, I wish there's came with pizza. Can you imagine what you would consider pizza?
0: Can you imagine like going to eat at Joe's former pizzeria?
1: The one where Danielle <gasps> fucked in the bathroom. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> I I can't believe, and I feel like there was some sort of PR event at that pizzeria i'm so we upset i never go i because i was like i'm not I'm i went not to the Diana manzo's
1: um restaurant did you um when i did my like feature on the manzo's including your your love you know about this this was like many years ago this was when they had their show
0: wait who was it for the times
1: this was for um buzzfeed
0: when it was uh, Buzz, when it was when it was buzzfeed lol when it was the Brownstone. No, what no, was the hotel? Their,
1: no, the restaurant they had. Um, Albie and Christopher. Little something. Uh, it's not theirs anymore. It's not I don't little know it's, brownstone. No, it's it's in Hoboken. It was like right when you got off the path. I don't know. I don't. I went there. None of these. were They owned sense. a restaurant. Okay. Uh, I met them all there. Except did you store. eat the
0: food? Yeah. How was it? It was fine.
1: I don't. Know. I think it was just like a restaurant that they. It wasn't like, like they were like a licensing, yeah. but not actually licensing. I don't remember the whole thing, but what a story they were all there. And then I told you about this, didn't I?
0: I'm sure you did. I do not have any kind of memory. Because Chris and Lauren were like,
1: Chris and Lauren were like, we're going to go get drinks. Oh, and they invited you and and you were were so nervous. And then I was like, no, I can't. And then I regret it to this day. Um, I'm sure
0: I'll talk about that with Chris one day.
1: Absolutely. One day. Um... Anyway, loving Jersey is the takeaway. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I think that like I do feel like because I am so into Rachel Fuda and Jen Fessler and oh. Danielle that I'm like, oh, there's a future to this show no matter what happens.
0: Jen Fessler, I know it would seem obvious that I would connect with her <laughs> immediately, but <laughs> I really I'm didn't shocked. at first. I was like, oh, I don't like it's her at a first. lot. It's a lot. But honestly she was choking down that mozzarella i was like i feel seen like i don't even eat dairy and it just there was something about it where she was so uncomfortable that i i felt like this is we true we need a
1: strong jewish woman on these shows i believe
0: is she now i'm genuinely not joking is she jewish
1: I think so. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes she, no, she was. Remember, she was like pizza trying bagel, really hard. Sometimes
0: I confuse Judaism with she the was, Italian. She and was I am trying
1: both. really hard at that party, being like, "I'm Jew. At the that's why I didn't like her at the first <laughs> it's like we, second episode. Because she was no, us. because she was like trying so hard. Oh, and I don't okay, like when it. friends. I've tried too hard, which is why I struggle with Jackie right now. But I, I poor sweet Jackie. That's a problem. That's like she's like I need her to like. It's Step not, away from the show because, well, I mean, the I show will that, step away from her, but, like, <laughs> that's, like, closer to what that's one of, like, it's, like, one of the thirstiest performances I've seen in a long time. You
0: know what it is? I think she's spinning out, and we're watching her yeah. spin out. The only thing that she has said of recent where I was, like, 100% believe she's saying it in the moment was when she said to Teresa, like, don't say daddy issues. And Teresa's response of, like, burying her <laughs> with fire was, probably fire again, starting with that pizza oven, was unbelievable. Teresa just went into classic Teresa she immediately. She so much
1: because she never forgave Jackie for saying if uh, what she first said to Teresa. Oh, the about the jail thing? The jail thing, yeah. Clink, clink. I don't think Jackie said clink, clink. <laughs> I think she said um, something about trusting your husband. Ending up in jail. I don't remember the whatever.
0: Full. I'm sure it was based, also based the whole, on a lot of truth. But, no, but I feel bad. Also for the Jackie. analogy,
1: but yeah, I I, I do pray it, for Jackie. I mean,
0: it's tough to be fired on camera over the course of 20 episodes, and that we are watching her try to deal with being demoted and while still being in like the majority of her scenes, which is very tough. What
1: I don't like is that she's getting so mean. Like I don't really, and, and it always seems fake. It doesn't feel like it's really what she wants to be doing. But her what she's doing is like mean. Like her whole like and obviously she hates Danielle because she's like the newbie taking her place. Yeah. But like her and doing whole a great like job. But she's just kind of playing this role of like snooty asshole that like I don't
0: believe that she's that though. Right.
1: I just didn't feel it feels so not that she's not like extremely rich and probably judgmental, but I just mean that like she's nasty in a way that we never saw her be that I don't think works on her. I think well, it's like, I don't
0: think of her as bitter.
1: No, but she seems so bad. I know. And Evan even is trying to kind of like, mm. try a little too hard. They, they want that. And it's weird because like, it's on a paycheck they need.
0: I mean, they're that's like where richest. some of the
1: greatest slash worst performances are from the people who need it the least. I just think she like, really needs the show. And I were, I mean, she, may, she does make me sad. She gave an interview where she was talking about how they're all on Ozempic now, all the like, women on these shows. And how she, and know, how she, she like, goes thoughts. out to eat with them and no one eats. And then, of course, like, Jen Fessler, who I do love when on watch Happens Live and talked about being on Ozempic. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard. Like, it's really a struggle for all of us that I won't go into. But I do, like, have a lot of compassion for Jackie. And I really think it's really commendable how she talked about her eating disorder and sort of, like, you know, being around these people, basically. Mm-hmm. But, like, what a bummer to go out like this.
0: Yeah, I think maybe if she took a little tea out, as I say, a little time out after yeah. this season, it doesn't even matter to me who's decision that will be but i'm guessing it will be bravos and maybe just has like five to ten she takes a quick little break and just kind of sees what happens and maybe she'll do like a pop-in cameo and maybe it'll happen again maybe it won't but like i think that at the end of the day she does not appear happy with the current situation and obviously there's no way to necessarily know that until you watch yourself behaving that way on tv and maybe she's a you know it just makes me sad because i really do like jackie a lot and i just think she's in a position that where she doesn't necessarily feel valued. Yeah. And so that's... She's not
1: valued. Right. I just don't want her to become the Teddy of this show where, like, because she's friends with happen. Melissa and Margaret, she's oh, constantly yeah, trying to could... kind of show up at events and, like, be on camera or, you know, interviewing them outside of an event, as Teddy did, in that um, iconic moment.
0: Did she have brown hair? Yeah, like when, she, when, she, when, the... she,
1: when she was, like, interviewing the cast outside Kyle's of envelope. when they were filming, and it was one of the most, like debasing things you can do as a former housewife never want her back ever not ever well, she'll definitely be on next season because literally
0: everyone will be kyle needs a new sister because caddy's <laughs> not cutting it for me she should have some backups because it's ever changing there has to be a third alternate that we have who we haven't seen yet who can morph into kyle over the course of three to six years it's so
1: single white female when she showed up with brown hair i was like kyle Watch your back.
0: It's a lot, and now Dorit has brown hair. I know. Dorit has brown hair with sort of caramel highlights, which is Dorit's hair me... looks great. I I like it. You don't like I it. I miss blonde Dorit, mm. and I hope we get back to that place. We will. Okay, I hope that'll be the <laughs> truth I hope that's her storyline this year is um, changing her hair. I honestly well, would we be. We should have a storyline. Yeah, it would be a market improvement. <laughs> I would be extremely into as I was for this episode. Listen, we talked for eight. Hours. We didn't even talk about the pajamas and I wanted to title this episode pajama game. Give me content that would inspire me. Well, to I, say, I, oh I said my it was, goodness. I
1: said it was like weird and fucked up. I think like it's, I think he is a creepy person. I think he is like, he's just like a really unsettling figure. And I think to, to say that pajama thing and think that sounds anything other than twisted, is like, that's scary to me to make your nieces feel safe. It's really unsettling. It's very that single white female that's like, that's like, like, a like an erotic thriller.
0: The thing that makes <laughs> that the thing that makes all of this so upsetting to me is I really th- assumed that he would ruin her financially, right. and I, there's no reason to believe that won't take place, but I just some of this stuff. It's just like he says, I mean, honestly, that was Joe Gorga's best work this season so far is like processing that moment and like smiling, but being like, I don't, Joe Gorga's best work was that.
1: that And then followed by the bowing to the matriarch of the family.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it just there are thi- like, and then I guess Ther- I haven't listened to Teresa's latest podcast, but she talks. I think about the fact that it was like new pajamas and hadn't been worn, and it's like, sweetie, like while I'm sure that might make a difference to some people, to me, it's not about whether or not No No had like put on the pajamas. It's the fact that in Louis's mind, he They're thought that no was No's a way pajamas. to pajamas protect. Let's talk this out for a second. In Louis's mind. That was a way to make his soon-to-be stepdaughters feel safe.
1: You mean wearing them in the first place or saying that he wears them?
0: Wearing it in the first place. Yeah,
1: I mean, maybe. I think it's like, I don't I don't know the psychology of it because, again, I think he's like a deeply twisted person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's an, there's like, to me, there's like a little bit of control of wanting to be, the patriarch of this family of wanting to like not only be Teresa's husband, but to be like the father of the family and to have that kind of control.
0: Well, I mean, the thing that's so wild here is because Juicy Joe isn't back in the country, you would think that would potentially be an obstacle and it's not. From a spiritual sense, not literally to replace their father, but to assume that kind of patriarchal title, especially in a family that you know, Joe and Teresa will tell you over and over again is extremely small. So it's not like there are a number of people with whom to like compete for that gig.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't like it. And I maybe they're really cute pajamas. Maybe I think they're-
0: that my my may his memory be a blessing. Rest in peace. Reno Galley, my. Italian Mm -hmm. grandpa had I just think of my grandpa galley's pajamas like just like a pajama just like a. I think they were striped or maybe they were blue and just like old school you know
1: are Louis and
0: Justin Joe
1: the same size
0: I mean I don't I don't think of pajamas necessarily as having (laughs) sizing but yeah and who knows how old the pajamas are which again to me is not it's the idea of like Just saying that, I can't believe that's not the entirety of an episode of New Jersey, let alone AG. Like, you're putting on your essentially father-in-law's pajamas but which is not listen clothing is clothing if you if your fiance is like listen I'd really like you to have this item and it was belonged to my father and maybe he never wore it or he did but it was meaningful to me like a jacket or a piece of jewelry or something else but it's the fact that he's saying he did it to keep his stepdaughters to make them feel safe that
1: and that he wears them every night
0: did he say? I don't think he said maybe that. Maybe I just assumed he I wears them he every night. I think he that. I think he was maybe doing, I, I don't he know. He didn't say but like But then I... do you say, like, how do they know if they were new pajamas? How do they know that they were no-nos? Like, does he say, like, guess what I'm wearing? You get three guesses. <laughs> <laughs> like, genuinely.
1: It's so it's really.
0: I don't think I would wear anyone's pajamas. Not oh, if... I lied. I do have vintage slips.
1: I just think that it's indicative of some, like, personality flaw that is becoming more and more apparent. She is fucked. It's really, it's really it's so upsetting, upsetting because she it's should so have, first upsetting. of all, the no prenup is like the biggest of red She's flags. Fucked. He but is like,
0: going to burn that money. up. It is.
1: What's interesting to me though, from a show perspective is mm. that, to they, out that they included that clip in the preview for the week that they like really did highlight it.
0: The pajama game.
1: Yes. And the show knows how that looks. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think production is on Louie's side at all. And...
0: I mean, they can only... I mean, lol the glory of editing, only, but like... They can only use what innocent. they have. Correct.
1: But I think that it's clear to me that they are not... I don't think they're like picking a side with Teresa and Melissa. I think it's fair. But I just think that the show... To put that in the preview for the episode made it feel like a real moment. The pajama thing. Mm. And maybe it's, it's just so crazy you want to have it on the show. But I just feel like... I went into this season thinking that it was going to be a season of like Teresa and Louis' happy ending mm-hmm. and like her conflict with Melissa and Joe was going to be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And then the next season they'd be gone. And I no longer feel that way. I don't know if the audience feels that way. I don't know if the fans want to keep watching Teresa and Louis indefinitely. And it would be really interesting to see what happens because I feel like it seemed like a foregone conclusion to me that Melissa and Joe would be gone. I don't know anymore.
0: I actually don't know anymore. I feel like it's obvious to everybody except maybe other people. <laughs>
1: but the thing about <laughs> like, it is, like, first of all, Melissa plays better with others. She's better at Oh, you're ensemble. saying either
0: or? You're saying it makes more sense maybe for Teresa and Louis to be on the Melissa and Joe? Or are we saying they can both no, I'm continue? No, saying
1: I'm, I'm saying that originally I went into it thinking that Melissa, Melissa and, Joe, and Joe would leave. Gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I think about it now and I see the reaction to Louis from the fans also, I think that...
0: Less people might bring more focus
1: it might know that it might be that the show might continue with Melissa and Joe and not Teresa and Louie.
0: Oh, that's what I thought at first you were saying, which I do not think I don't, I don't think that's going
1: to happen, but I'm just saying that's, I think Teresa's too much of a draw for that to realistically happen. Sure. But I think of that as an option. Now, if it's like they sort of offer Teresa, the spinoff or something like a like kind of a, an off ramp because Teresa kind of hates filming in some way. And because she gets a happy ending on the show and her, her arc is sort of finished that it might make more that that melissa's more of an ensemble member of the cast so it's it's there's a there's a there's a, a world in which the show continues with melissa and not with teresa but i understand ratings wise that it's like not a likely scenario it's just kind of like feels like more of an open question to me now than it did when the sh- when the season started
0: can i devil's advocate for a second yeah is there a possibility in which teresa and louis just like have a solid relationship he challenges her he makes her think outside of her sometimes her own worst impulses he is trying to even if there is an element of manipulative behavior where he's like you know swapping out what he's saying to her in private recorded scenes with the kids versus what he's saying in group dynamics like is there a world in which that still works
1: Sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think right now when I watch this and I see the ratings, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's a version where they kind of just keep Teresa and Melissa and figure out a way to kind of keep it going for another year. But I also think there is a, a fatigue over their conflict. So I think a lot of it comes down to the reunion and what happens there. I think we have to see how that plays out.
0: I mean, if I don't think either of these women want to film with the other one again, which yeah. is a very difficult because they are family I think that is a very very difficult um line to work around and I actually think the bigger problem in that might even be Joe because he is has he gets so emotional and so upset that I really do not think he would be able to control himself in any kind of dynamic but also maybe he would be resigned into some sort of like Force complacency. I don't know. I don't know
1: either. I just think it's interesting because I don't think any of them want to leave the show. I the only reason I say Teresa might want an exit ramp, an off ramp, or, she can or have a show that focuses because I don't yeah. think she said that she never enjoys filming, and I think that I believe that to an extent. I think that she's always a little bit doesn't necessarily like being this activated all the time. As she, well, it's
0: incredibly
1: unhealthy. So I, I, I think she likes the fame and the money. So I I don't think anyone actually wants to be off the show. I just think that, like, it's no longer as easy to me as saying, like, Melissa and Joe will be out and we'll keep going. I don't know why
0: I'm so focused on this. I just – I really think that she has been through a lot. And, like, the fact that she financially was able to – Or, sorry, Teresa. Teresa, Teresa. yeah. The fact that she was financially able to, like, pay back what was owed and essentially, uh, in many ways – um. I don't know, find some kind of ending to things that were not necessarily her fault and move on and become, like, financially independent and raise her four daughters and, like, do such a good job. And um, Gabrielle is going to University of Michigan. Like, these kids – and Gia's obviously seemingly so mature and a responsible – shut up. And a resp- <laughs> He's giving me a face and I will not accept it. Like, a, a responsible um, – inquisitive uh driven you know young adult and she also has two other daughters and i just think and melania seems like such a responsible gabriella always gets
1: the short end of the I stick said here. Second. i thought you were saying wait. no
0: and then adriana i said oh, okay. gia well, I was, then gabriella yeah, yeah, i skipped yeah, yeah. to gabriella okay, okay, and then okay, melania okay. i actually went in birth order thank you so much <laughs> but i just think she's done such a good job and like there are people and i get why it's not like i'm oblivious to it there are ways that Teresa digs in her heels and communicates and like sometimes refuses to understand or maybe doesn't understand certain aspects of like human behavior (laughs) and also words but I just there is a lot about her and her work on herself including like literally making sure that she is out of debt in the way that she was after she got back from camp (laughs) <laughs> and no, I'm being serious, but I just- I knew, I, I, I totally just hear that, like, you. I think that there's, regardless of how you feel and if you lean Melissa, and, and maybe you don't feel this way and that's totally okay. And by you, I mean like the greater audience. Like, I just think there's, she's done so much and it. it I genuinely am nervous for her. And I wonder if I would- feel this nervous if she met like Prince Charming if I would just be nervous based on her past no it's I think we're possible. nervous for
1: because there were so know, many red flags and I it's think everyone, specific I think and I think everyone I think everyone both like tree huggers and not were like sign the fucking prenup like do not do this like we all felt that way I think it's sad like I don't think we want her to be to have to go through this again.
0: When she was like I'm watching What Happens, I'm sorry to interrupt, but when she was like, "He has so much more money than me," I was like, "Warning bell,
1: warning bell." Warning bell. <laughs> when she, I mean, when fake he Cartier. said, when he said lead generation,
0: when he said lead, gen- Leonard, when he said lead generation, when Andy was like, or some somebody asked like, "Were those Cartier bracelets bra- fake?" Which absolutely they were, yeah. and there was an awkward pause, and he was like, "No, it's they were, they were, they were fake." Now the question is, did he know that they were fake when he bought them? That I can't answer, but like they were inauthentic. Did he buy them? Yeah, 100%. He bought
1: them. Who knows? <laughs>
0: I don't uh, I don't know.
1: I just don't know what Louis is involved in.
0: I just want to know where those pizza ovens are and what we kind of U-Haul that, yeah. we need to rent for the day. Patreon.com slash Andysgirls <laughs> and get at least 20 of those back to Lady Morgan's Brownstone and see what she can do with them. And Heather Thompson, if you are available, if that shirtless gentleman is as well, those boxes were fantastic. Fabulous! I don't think I still don't think Sonia gets it, but we all got it, yeah. and we need to. I would like one, please. I would just like the box. Sell me the box for twenty nine ninety five, and I will make it work. I will put it on a credit card. It. I just need it. I just need it. And if it has to start with Louis' warehouse, so be it. And Joe Gorga, if you're listening, which you absolutely are not, make Nono's pizza oven happen you know lucky for you you didn't put any money in so what you lost which i'm not taking away is time and like maybe part of your relationship with your sister and brother-in-law which was gonna be fucked either way we both know so like make no nose pizza oven happen you can still do it just get stuff on paper the allergy that Teresa and joe have to get stuff on paper
1: take your broken heart and turn it into art Pizza. I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with art that was pizza related. Let's do
0: some Sondheim, like she made a hat or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Totally off the rails. Totally off the rails. Listen, this was a a solid hour (laughs) of an hour and 45 minutes. Oh my God. Louis Peitzman. Can I call you Louis?
1: No. Okay. I used to go by Louis when I was growing up, yeah.
0: The th- I got just, just kind of in a tizzy when I said to Louis Staples. Yeah, I was like Louis, and he was like, "No, Louis." And I was like, "But it's an I-S. It really well, I couldn't Europeans process it." Well, Europeans
1: pronounce it Louis, yeah, because of the French way. Oh, we we trust me. We had, we spent a lot of time together when I was in London. So oh, we, did you? Mm-hmm. He
0: was fun. Yeah, yeah. He was a delight. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Louis Spitzman tell the ags what you got cooking do you have something in your pizza oven
1: i don't i don't sounds dirty um, not meant to be <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on twitter at, at lewis bitesman and uh i'm active there and then letterboxed same name what's that, the, that the the new? movie the one where you put movies right you love movies you watch. i been watching a lot of movies that's what i do when i'm not watching bravo
0: <sighs> you know what i'm really upset about and dylan hafer does this so well he'll put out like things that I've watched and he does movie reviews and it inspires me to watch certain things or, or rather say that I'm yeah. going to watch certain sure. things and then never not actually do that. But I wish I tracked at any point and I continue saying this and then not doing it tracking shows because I watch so many yeah. different shows at once in so many genres and I've never written it I have down. A, I
1: have a word document. See, that
0: I, I need that because you people ask to. me for recommendations because I love, love, love like British crime drama stuff like po- British police procedurals and any kind of like crime stuff it's so I mean don't even get me started they do great work over there sure. with Brit- British TV and also Irish and also Scottish and I just I wish I had everything written down and I don't so then it's just a process of people like oh did you see so-and-so and it's like yeah I saw that three times I saw Line of Duty more than three times <laughs> okay the entire thing and the se- seasons or rather series are all spread out on different streaming services so it's like a scavenger hunt to find six and then four but i did it because i'm a believer in good tv
1: you can there are sites that track tv too i'm just on letterboxd for movies but
0: i want does hulu track like what i've watched for the last three years could they send me a list yeah
1: just ask them could they do that? I have no idea. OK, great. Um, this is going to be... This is, <laughs> people are going to love this episode. Jo- Joe Gorgon's been listening to this whole time. is like taking notes. Oh, my God. Loves Era it.
0: 400, by the way. The I day know. before 400. I know. The Almost got to before. Leah Black episode length. Do you have a toast? Do you have anything? Oh, I have bad news. But before that... What's
1: the bad news? Well,
0: I do have to tell the AGs that, unfortunately, my fish son, PK did pass away oh, no, I and mean, we're so not going to get into it on april fools so when i post- no. <laughs> Shut up. so when i posted about people were like is it an april fools joke and i was
1: like who would joke about that who
0: would joke about that and then i his um i did a shiva on grid of my instagram at dame galley a eulogy written with ryan hoolihan and some other remembrances um a picture of um footprints in the sand and some things that god told me and i did also save it to a highlight's um, and it just honestly was very devastating. And I, it's been three days, I guess. And I just keep looking at his tank because I didn't realize how often I would like say hi to him throughout the day. Yeah. And I really, am not going to cry, but I just like, he was very meaningful to me. And I did literally everything on the face of the planet over the course of the last, honestly, couple months. Cause he's been in and out of some health stuff and he just needed to rest. And yeah. I told him repeatedly, it's okay. And then I gave him a burial at sea yesterday and I went to the East River right by where we're recording in a secret location in the clubhouse and I chose an area where I can't look at you while I'm saying this (laughs) where there were no rocks because I wanted to make sure he met with the sea but I did not take into account that it was a very windy day yesterday and unfortunately he did land in the rock area and I went I was playing um, Judy Garland's obviously somewhere over the rainbow. Uh And I went from like crying to being like, oh no. (laughs) And then I was so upset because I felt like a bad mom. I really did. And I was texting um, friend of the pod, James LaRosa being like, I'm very upset. Um, But then I remembered, and I had used photos from this moment, but then I remembered Sonia and Milu, which I had literally just posted about, but it just then hit me. I was like, oh my God, this is literally a Milu moment. And then I felt completely fine. Yeah, And I think
1: animals appreciate in their afterlife, when we find ways to join humor them. in the celebration of their lives.
0: Someone messaged me and said, I hope a seagull doesn't get him. And I was like, But wouldn't hey. you want
1: the cycle of life to continue? No, okay. I want him right. to watch
0: me take the ferry. Okay. All right. Maybe this will be easier. I just keep hoping that the water, I don't know how water works, but I keep hoping that the water will crash onto the totally. stuff, That'll like Little happen. Mermaid, yeah. and he'll drift away. Because I think he does belong in an open body of water because he's never experienced that, even though I did as a caregiver, as mother of the year, gave him a 5.5-gallon tank by himself. I'm sure he was very, very happy. He seemed, the worst thing was, like, going through all these videos, and he was just such a different fish. (laughs) last many weeks which is a reminder that i did the the very yeah, best and it was i did time. the very best this time. so um someone did call me a bitch on what the, yeah we'll get into that off the Great. podcast um so thanks to you dear former follower who i've been blocked um but anyway thanks to a lot of people got in touch and sent their condolences and he was the people's fish he was the people's people's fish and um, was very meaningful to me. And now I am without him. And I am actually very sad about it. So new journey at AG400. PK farewell. PK, Paul Kemsley, Kemsley Galley. May your memory be a blessing. <laughs> this episode is dedicated to you.
1: I love that. Oh, my God. So what's your toast for AG? Oh, my God. My toast for AG? Yeah. Um, I Fish that are alive. Well, I, I wish you. Sebastian. 400 more episodes of the show. Okay. And I wish you, and I wish you, as many more fish as you have room Mm. for in your heart.
0: Oh, I love that. I was looking at a bird, but I was like, "No, that's gonna, that's a lot. Do it.
1: You can't do it." And then, like T'Challa died like horribly. We don't really know what happened there. I don't want to know. Too upsetting. But I just feel like a a bird is like too much of a responsibility. <laughs> Listen, T'Challa gave us like the most, one of the most like, iconic moments when he
0: attacked, attacked
1: Wendy. Um, um, T'Challa, I think,
0: followed me. Or,
1: maybe. Uh, I mean, I
0: did a get out the vote campaign <laughs> with a bunch of. <laughs> Wait, with, a bunch of... <laughs> with a bunch of Bravo creators, and he was one of the ones. So we said to him. <laughs> I don't even remember what it spelled out, but, like, the words, like, Chic say La vote, I think, was what it was. And, like, uh-huh. different creators held up different pieces of paper. And I, like, messaged Monique and was like, listen, can we, can T'Challa take part in this? And she sent options where he was whole, he went in his, like, little beak mouth or whatever yeah. he was holding different pieces of paper that said like go vote or whatever it was very sweet
1: that is nice
0: he was he really was oh, peaches. he was the people's people's bird i don't want that kind of bird first mm-hmm. off i think it's illegal to own uh, one of the t'chalas but because he's like a rare bird i think yeah i don't know i don't know how birds work but um Probably one of the reasons I shouldn't have one. Lewis Peitzman, we've been recording forever. I'm so yeah, sorry. Hours, four hours. Thank you uh-huh. for the toast. Did you tell people how to follow you on social? Yeah, at
1: Lewis Peitzman. Phenomenal. Letterboxd, we had a whole tangent.
0: Love it. Already forgot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys can um support Yandy's girls by um just listening to this episode all the way through. <laughs> patreon um, patreon thank you um uh sign up at patreon.com slash andy's girls you get exclusive bonus episodes including a very very deep dive of recent from a licensed therapist ag on all things Teresa, and then a counter most recently oh. from another ag who had an anonymous ag who had thoughts and feels so we had like a empathy for Teresa. A lens through the lens of a licensed therapist, Uh and then an AG who said through the lens of a family situation, she actually really saw more of Melissa's perspective. Both are separate Patreon bonus episodes. Fascinating. I hope one of them is the
1: Aiden's therapist. Huh? I hope one of them is the Aiden's therapist.
0: Have we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That little woman. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: That little woman. I love her.
0: It's a sequel to Little Women. It's <laughs> that Little Woman. Um, and follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley um, if you want to read PK's eulogy. And again, that is for the fish. If I didn't make that clear. Um, Paul Kemsley, Kemsley Galley. May your memory be a blessing. On that note, guys, thanks for listening to this 18-hour episode. What a ride this was. Truly. My God. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. AG400. AG400. What do you think the special ops going to be?
1: I told you, Leah Black.
0: Oh, right. We already talked about yeah, this. Yeah. Awesome. On that <laughs> note, guys. <laughs> we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.